whenever you're ready, sir. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to an all-new episode of Fire Ice. I'm crossing with the heat. I'm main with the cool. Yeah, and we are here with the special guest. We have to add another another element to our show because oh, yeah. we had Kendra was wind, so Cedric was thunder, and so now we have uh, businesswoman, spoken word artist, actress, everything in between my partner and Petty. One of my best friends, Miss Sal Jules. How you doing? Yes. Welcome. Welcome. So we have to pick an element for you. So it has to be fire and ice and uh earthquake. Okay. Earthquake. So fire and ice okay. earthquake. That's right. Because when That's you come cool. in, you rumble and shake ish up. Yes. So you can't yes. even shake things up today. Yeah. Uh, that's what I always do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Well, before we get into the topics, of course, we want to highlight the artists that we have. So, shout to the jewels. Um, I know stuff about you, but our listening people may not know. But let's give us a little information about you. Uh, let's see. I am Sa Jules. I'm from Wisconsin. I am a poet. I'm an actress. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, what else? Oh, um, Your mom? I'm a coach. Most importantly, I am a mother. <laughs> I was saving that one for uh, last. Okay, I was like, uh. I was trying to get the business stuff out. <laughs> uh, even in my new bio, I say all my business stuff, and at the end, I say, most importantly, I'm mm. a mother. So, um, thank you for that, though. <laughs> I'm a radio personality. I'm I'm a whole bunch of stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. So, what got you started into spoken word? My mother. My mother made me go to an art school when I was 11 years old, and I was there for three years. I was not happy when she made me go because I had my heart set on going to school with my friends. And um, But I went to the art school and stayed after school one day with one of my friends at the time. And she was on a forensics team, which was just a, po- a traveling poetry team. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I just stayed after school with her. And then I was like going through this bin of poetry. And there's where I discovered my Angelou, Langston Hughes, Nikki Giovanni, some of the greatest. And I joined the team reading their stuff. Mm -hmm. And then halfway through the season, I was writing my own stuff and performing my own stuff. And I ended up winning a lot of those competitions. So I've been doing it ever since. That's what's up. That. Oh, I was gonna say, but y'all, y'all do a show together. Yes, called Don't so, Say What. Yeah, what yes. is that? What is that like? How is it working with Carlton Clay? <laughs> I ask everybody this that works with him that comes on, or whether it's a phone interview or in person. Working with Carlton Clay is kind of like just working with myself because I promise you, <laughs> we are we think the same way on so many different things, and we react um, in similar ways to to so many things. So it's just you're gonna see today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we might have a difference of, difference of opinion oh, in no, one, no, but no, 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 no. Uh-uh. no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like it's it's a breeze working with Carlton, you know, because he's he's about the business, you know. He knows when it's time to work and when it's time to play, and I I can appreciate that. How much he paid you to say that? Uh, he paid me about five hundred dollars okay, for cool. that line. Make sure, cause that's the first time I heard that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, now everybody said the same. Everybody say pretty much good things, so nobody say anything. <laughs> um. I did want to ask you this. I I think I know the answer, but I can't remember. What brought you from Wisconsin to Augusta? Um. Okay, let's see. I'll give you the nice answer. Okay. Um. My mother passed away mm-hmm. in January of 2013, and my marriage was kind of like on rocky grounds. Mm-hmm. We needed a change of pace, so we came on down here. We had a couple of retired military family members that live here. 
So we made our way down here just for a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and and just a change of scenery. And Milwaukee was getting dangerous too. I was raising a teenage son. I mm-hmm. am still raising a teenage son. So um got the breath of fresh air, <laughs> got divorced. Mm-hmm. Um How, what was fresher, the air here or the divorce? Like for you. <laughs> shaded, shaded, shaded. <laughs> um We'll just say the air here. <laughs> I don't ask that because I interviewed you before, so I kind of already, I mean, I know the story. <laughs> I remember a little bit. Yeah. I met Sa Jules. Um, I used to do a show called Carlton Says Live. That's when I first met Sa Jules. Um, we had a performer and they didn't show up. Yeah. And they, they, <laughs> they didn't come. And um, the person that brought her does it, is irrelevant. But the point is Jesus that. Christ. Um, five minutes. Saw was ready <laughs> to perform, and I was like, I thought at first I thought everybody was playing, and then I was like, oh, I guess we're serious, and I guess she thought I was. was I thought too. you were playing too, right? But I caught her up, and then yeah. she came up and she did it. And the first, honestly, the first thing I really noticed was her shoes. Like her shoes was like that's not what people notice about her is that she wears like these heels and they're like really colorful and everything and really nice. Thank um, you. So she came and she did her thing. Um, I asked her to come back the next time, the next week, yeah. to do do an encore presentation, something else, and she kind of became a regular. So, and then we became, yeah. we started working. I asked her to be on Karma, had a small role. I knew she was married at the time, and I was like, she can't do all the risque stuff. So <laughs> I was Thank like, you. she can do this. She can do the nice first lady line, uh, role, and then she did that. We, you know, we had a little, had to work it out because you know, I was coming off the road when I was doing this thing. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Yeah, I was coming off the road. I was tired. Like, we had just came from a basketball tournament. I could not remember my line for this one particular scene. It's a little struggle. And my partner was standing right in my face, like, mouthing me the line. And I was just like, what? What? We got through it. But it was was cool or not. But we've been working together ever since. We became friends through that. So, I always say... um, there was light in the in the dark cloud. Absolutely. Like there was literally a lot going on negatively, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But through that, you know, I feel like a lot of friendships were formed as well. So and Sajul's friendship was one of those. So Carlton was, was my little ray of sunshine in the dark space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. So, <laughs> that was shady and whatever. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I like your shirt by the way, too. Thanks. Nice colors. Thanks, sir. Yeah, of course, of course. I like your shirt too. Thank you. I um, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like your shirt. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> well, some some of the things that I know you speak about um, in a lot of your, your poems, like where does it come? Does it come from like life experiences, or it's kind of like you watching TV, scrolling Facebook? Like, it's a mixture of all of that. I'll, I'll take my personal experiences and then I'll go ahead and relate them to what I see on social media, to what I see when I walk out my front door every day or what I see on television. And I'll just put it in poetic format. I don't lie in my poetry. So if I tell you that, like I have one poem that says I used to be in the trap house. Yeah, I used to be in the trap house. So I learned how to cook dope, weigh it, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a good thing. So what did you do in the trap house? I know you say you learn how to do that, but like, what was your daily routine? Like you wake up. <laughs> Well, I clocked in. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Were you you clocking the mailbox? You just put something in there. (laughs) Then you come back. Um. Well, I would just go. It was. I didn't go every day, but I I spent a good bit of the week there. You know, in in a nice chunk of hours. I shouldn't have been doing that because I wasn't raised that way. Um. First and foremost, I don't want anybody to think I was like impoverished and this was my only way of life Mm because it was not. Um, we lived pretty comfortably. 
Um, I didn't get everything I wanted, but we lived pretty comfortably. Um, but the people in the trap house just fascinated me. You know, I had cousins that sold dope and I had friends and all that other type of stuff. So I would go there, just learn how to do some things, you know, like, okay. You know, they're like, well, this is, this is how I made this much money. I'll never forget one of my friends with the same age, God rest her soul. She's passed away. Um, she pulled out like this fat stack of money one day we were going to six flags mm. and she pulled out about four thousand dollars and i'm like where did you get all that money <laughs> we were teenagers at the time mm. so it was a it that was a lot of money to me as right. a you know 16 year old you yeah. know what i mean so she was like oh i did this and that and then i went on into the trap house and you know so she so she told you how she got the money you said okay show me i'm ready to go get some right did you have four thousand dollars in cash at, at one did point? Did I have four? Yeah. Well, yeah, I did, but that was for me working my corporate job oh, later okay, on okay. in life. Because <laughs> I, 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 I never I, sold drugs. I know, just cook, cook. I just I didn't cook them either. Oh, I was okay. I learned how to do it, so that means I'm just standing there and I'm watching them, and they're showing me, and I'm watching them as they um, weigh everything and they bag it up and all that stuff. I didn't touch anything. Was it? Coke, crack, or was it It was weed? coke, crack, weed, heroin. It was like everything. Like mm. this, you know. Um, I know the smell was bad because when I know in that coke lock, it smelled like. It was pretty terrible. It was, up. it was. And then you just see like the crackheads that would come up and all that stuff. And I'm sitting up here like, oh my God. You know, I, I saw some things that I shouldn't have seen. And, you know, luckily for me, because all OGs are not bad people. Of course. And even in my poem, I say, you know, an OG looked at me and he saw something great. He made, he literally made me hold out both hands. He put some dope in my left hand and he put a pen in my right hand and he said, what are you going to do? So I had to make a choice and I made the choice to to write myself up about that situation. Have you ever said that in, your, in any of your poems that's about yeah, the OG? That's, that's the line. That's that's that's, that's, that's I like that. You need to use that in the show, in the show or something like that. I can't use, use that. that. That's her. That's her property. I know you just. just Never mind. You're not gonna get me sued. <laughs> nah, I, don't that. Think, I don't think you get sued. I don't think. I don't, I don't think let her play the character. <laughs> um, let's talk about real quick. Um, we had, we talked to Cedric about it. Um, last week we talked to you about the gust of climate. Um, as far as the arts, entertainment, Ooh, yeah, okay. we got to go there. Okay. Um, what are your what are your viewpoints on as far as the arts are concerned? I think that Augusta is extremely rich and wealthy with very gifted people, mm-hmm. and then some talented people, but more more so gift talent you can learn. Gift is just given to Absolutely. you by God. Absolutely. And I think that Augusta has some of the most gifted people I've ever seen in my life. But they do not all know how to work together mm-hmm. for the greater good. So um, I've been getting asked this question a lot. What about the support? What about the support? Just put your work in. Mm-hmm. The people outside the city will love you and they will support you. And when your own city sees that, then they'll jump on the bandwagon. And it's like that all across the world. Right. Everywhere. So, like in any right. climate. I, I don't understand if you say support, support. I'm like. Nobody like nobody started and got the most support in their hometown anyway. Absolutely. Right. They see what you're doing. They're like, oh, he might be doing something. And then they catch on. Absolutely. Even the all of local rap. I'm not saying they be rappers like you know NBA Young Boy or the Lil Boosie. They wasn't big in their city first. They just mm-hmm. have to be bigger. Not. And they represent their city still. You can't just not represent the city because they're not 
clicking your links or you know like listen, right. to, your, right. listen to your songs. Right. But they'll they'll, they'll come around because once everybody starts talking about you, they're gonna want to own you. I'm like, oh, now nah, he's from my city. Right. right. You know what I'm Absolutely. That's how it works. And then you pour that love back into them when they start to love on you. You're like, okay, I love y'all too. You know what I mean? And then you big up your city, and and then you won't be, you know, ostracized like um, what's his name? That guy. Yeah, yeah. that guy. That I, guy. You know, the, the guy with the two initials. Oh, y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. <laughs> um, anyway, so we asked the subject about like the comedic scene because there's different sectors, obviously, mm-hmm. when it comes to the arts. You got, you know, got comedy, you got film, you got theater, and you have you're in spoken word. Right. Now, um, how do you handle, because there's always something, there's always a, a opposition, when it comes in an age sector or whatever, there's always yeah. conflict going on. Absolutely. How do you handle that? Well, I live on this island <laughs> and, I, and I stay there. That's how I handle it. At first, I'm not going to lie. It really, really got to me. It mm. bothered me to like, to the point where I was like crying and, you know, I was really emotional all the time. And then I would walk out my house. I'd be angry. And I was like, you know what? I can't do it. Right. I can't, it is very draining and it's taxing and it can, paralyze your gift if you get so consumed on who doesn't like you or who's trying to compete with you just focus on you and do you that's just all i can say awesome you think do you think that's kind of like a hard thing to do in the city where it's so small it's like i feel like sometimes people be thinking that people don't like them and it's not that might not be the case at all it just, it could just be that they might be. It's so many people doing the same thing. Like it's like you, you do spoken word. You got a, mm-hmm. a event you throw, which you'll talk about. But other people that throw events, I don't see you saying that event is whack or you know what I'm saying or they copying me or this. She doesn't, but other people do. Oh, I see. I don't. Yeah. And I, you know, if I, you know, what, I don't, say, I probably don't follow them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I follow two spoken event people. And now one, they cancel a lot. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Oh wow! I'm just saying. Every time oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go to this business, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, what? Why? But no, no, she does. She does. Star is really good at supporting. Support not meaning be everywhere because you can't be everywhere right. for everybody's theme. I'm talking about it. It doesn't hurt to share, or it doesn't hurt to mention like at, so at, at her event those spits. She does mention the different things that's going on in the city. So it's like she does. She does it on the radio show too. Don't say what. So she does that as well. Have somebody, uh, so uh, like be like the headline event from somewhere uh, it was a white lady or something like that if I'm not mistaken oh she, Catherine the Great yes I think she yeah. was one of the features for Dope Spit she was our one year anniversary feature yeah in okay April. she do something mm-hmm. else she do like her own thing on the side or something like that she, she doesn't really perform as much as she used to she used to run um, Mad Studios and That's then she got okay. sick and so she doesn't do that anymore um, but she'll perform here and there when she's allowed to. She just announced that she's going to be performing at Arts and Heart too. Mm. So. What's up? Yeah. So, like, what do you say about people that that throw shade at other people's events? Like, I say thank you. Um, continue oh, wow. to hate on me. Continue mm. to throw shade at whoever you throwing it at because they're going to use that as a stepping stool. My bishop told my bishop from Wisconsin, shout out to him. Cause I still live off of his words and I haven't lived in Wisconsin in, in five years. He said, if you don't have no haters, you ain't doing nothing right. So continue. Thank mm. you. I appreciate you. Nice little alley up there. I seen that. Huh? I seen that. Nice little alley up there. <laughs> It'd be a lot of alley ups in this, uh, <laughs> in this game. People. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to talk. No, but it's I objectively, I, what was it? Subjectively? Yeah, subjectively, because I, I already of, know. <laughs> not, you know. It's funny because I figured that, and it's like, you know, when even when I came in and did y'all show, mm-hmm. I could still sense like the chemistry is there. So even coming here, it's like, 
I already felt it was going to be there. Like, the moment you walked through the door, I was like, oh, there we go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Aww. So, we, we welcome you into our oh, chemistry. of course. You know, I'll be chilling, you know what i <laughs> <laughs> So, what, what, let's talk about dope spit. Okay. Awesome. What is it? When is it? Why is it? Where <laughs> what is, is it? it? Why is it? Why is it? When is it? How? Okay. Dope spit in open mic is, um, it's an open mic showcase so it's it started off with just poetry or the main focal point was poetry mm-hmm. but we have incorporated comedy and hip-hop and r&b um and we've had some of the greatest artists come through through the from just southeast not just augusta you know we've had artists come through from from all over and, and we're booking more artists coming from further distances uh, for 2019 but it's a uh, we have a feature every month it's on the second saturday of every month the next one is august 11th we're going to be doing something different we're going to do a double feature that consists of myself and sky high mm. and we're going to be doing it by the pool so it's going to be poolside poetry and um sky high and i are both part of a group called ride out there's seven members of us uh seven members and ride out but everybody is welcome it's a family friendly event so all ages are welcome. We've had high school students, middle school students come through. This young lady came through um, a couple months ago. She brought her keyboard and she just sang her heart out and she played that keyboard. We welcome all artists. Um, it's not like this humongous platform, but it is a platform and it is getting notoriety. It's growing every single month. And we've been around a little over a year. And you know, it's funny because we talk about support and I, I feel like like when I, I don't know if you be, if you see sometimes, but a lot of times if I share some, I attach myself, even my podcast, and I talking to like an artist or something like that, I tell them to check dope spit out, mm-hmm. and not even just to perform. I mean that's one thing you want to do obviously, but I tell them check it out because it's, sometimes you see talent there. You, you, know, you might see somebody that you want to do a track with, or you want them to, right. like, you might hear something like I need him on this, I need this person Absolutely. on that. A lot of times I go there, and I can remember certain every time I go there, I remember. Like at least two acts I just like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And one that was a rapper, and I never, I didn't think I was. I'm not gonna lie. When he first walked on, and you you bigged him up, I'm like, ah, she always do this. I don't know how, how good this is. I'm not saying you be lying, but you're a good host. That's all I'm gonna say. You're a good host. Thank you. So um, I'm like, ah, there you go. I think he had Dre. I thought he had Braze at times. So I was like, Jesus. Gorgonous. No, no, I am not. He did good though. No. I, I had to have him on my snap. Maybe. This guy, he did a song. And he said, maybe it was Haze. He had locks. He had a child support song. Yep. That's Hayes. Child support, only for dead beats. And mm-hmm. I, I I remember the song. I only heard it one time. And I was like, that's a good song. He was that's a good favorite, artist. One of my favorite songs. Yeah, but, it, and it's like, <laughs> it wasn't so much, it wasn't, that it, was a, it wasn't that it was a big crowd. It's just right. that you showcasing. So you like, you just kind of getting it out there. Yep. It's almost like practice, you know what I'm saying? But you got a, a group of people in front of you to whether you tell you yay or nay, or you could tell from the vibe if it's really good or if it's just like, you know, Absolutely. just get up, sit down. You could tell, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's, good for artists to, to see that because a lot of times i think they do need to test the material before they just put it out there Absolutely. before you say go down on a mixtape go do some groundwork go shot go you know f- perform your certain songs certain places get the feedback first and then go out from there not only rappers singers poets all of that stuff all artists yeah absolutely i like how you said to just even if you don't come out to perform come out exactly because i get a lot of people asking me if they can get on the open mic the open mic fills up four to six weeks before the event i have no control over that that is just the popularity of the show um my show always starts on time but these artists they want to hit me up two and three days before the show talking about can i get on the open mic i'm sorry it's full but i would love for you to still come out 
Mm-hmm. Oh well, maybe next time. But that's the, that's the thing. If you if you set a date up and you, say you stay this four or six weeks in advance, you say say today you say I ain't got nothing until October. Mm-hmm. Take it, and then you work until October. But I said to me, I, be honest with you, if you say that and today and you tell somebody they ain't got to October, October come, they need to kill a stage because they should be practicing that you know time and time until. But I feel like it's it's, it's so much publicity you can get by just going to different events. Absolutely. That it, it shouldn't be no reason to talk about support because it should be everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? If everybody went, support everybody event, you have more people to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think you posted something one time, and I didn't want to even get into it, but you posted it. Something about like circles. Sometimes it's like circles or groups of people that just want to hang with each other. They're not supporting yeah. anybody to support only each other. Yeah. And that's what it be. If you're not stepping out the box and going to a side, you know, side um, dose pit and then going to somebody else, something, then if you just go into one thing all the time, not saying the club is wrong, but you go to the same club. All the time. That's the all. Thing. That's all they gonna know you. And, so you want to write down a mixtape? They don't care about your mixtape. They just see you in a club, whatever, cool. But if you mm-hmm. go out and perform in certain places and engage in certain activities, then you know you'll 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 expand your brand, expand everything about yourself. You know. Absolutely. I ask you this because we had Topher on the show. Um, Good episode. A uh, very great episode. Shout out to Topher. Um, he hey talked, Topher, he we talk- miss you. <laughs> right. Uh, we talked about spoken word, not spoken word, but we talked about open mics. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how he is desired by artists who should be paid for performing on mm. open mics. Like, I'm not talking good. about features. I know. I'm talking about like on open mics. How do you about? feel about that? I'm going to say bye. <laughs> As a person, because I put on the shows. You can, if you let's say you open, you have an open mic for 15 acts, and you have a feature. How are you going to pay 16 people? Mm. Plus your venue, plus your DJ, mm. and whatever other expenses you have, and then you still walk away with something. First of all, the open mic is just that. It's an open mic. It's an opportunity for you to to get on stage and showcase your talent mm. um, and potentially get booked for a feature. I have booked features from open mics. So they may have not gotten paid for Mm. that open mic, but they got paid for a feature later on down the line with me because all of my features get paid. So I don't mind driving somewhere as an open mic artist and paying to get into the show and performing. I'm not going to pay 20 and $30 to do an open mic. No, but I'll pay like five, seven, eight dollars or whatever. You know what I mean? What what, would depend on what what the open mic is? Like, I'm I'm just going to throw a name out there. Let's say it was a big time rapper or I don't know. Most deaf was throwing something where he's going to sign somebody, but it's $30 to sign up. You would probably pay it then. I would assume. Depends. It depends on what those guarantees are because there are a lot of. It was televised. If it was t- then yeah, why not? It just depends on the platform, right? So I'm gonna pay for you. I'm gonna pay for Carlton. I'm gonna pay for me because <laughs> one of us gonna get put on, right? But and, and that's and I, I know you probably gonna bring this. I ain't gonna get into it yet. <laughs> talking about pricing and stuff, but when we when we talking to Tofu, one of the things I brought up was you know he looking at it from an artist standpoint only. He not looking at it from the the business side of it. Right. If it's something you're doing, like I I feel like yeah, people might look at it like okay, you get money off these acts, whatever it can be, right? But it's the thing. People that's coming out gonna come out anyway, most of the time anyway. Exactly. You know, it's gonna be the same, pretty much some of the, some of the same faces. They come out anyway, whether you sign up or not. You know, you sign up for a reason. It's not to get paid. You sign up to practice on your work, Exposure help, help your craft. Practice. Absolutely. So if you're looking at it like that already, then it's like maybe it's not for you. Maybe you shouldn't do open mic. Maybe you should just get gigs. That's what a right. gig is. You know what I'm saying? Meaning you don't need open mic. Exactly. 
that's like a comedian. He's not going to go to some open mic stand-up and expect to get paid that night. No, you're going to book a show somewhere and get paid. Exactly. And I was telling like, you know, for let's say for you, for instance, and that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about the mindset of, like, what you would be in. So, all stuff you got to put up with, like, whether you got back outs or whether you got to pay the venue, whether mm-hmm. you got to promote, you know, flyers, all the other stuff you got to do, be there, you know, set up, wait till everybody leave host the show, do all the stuff, perform still from time, because you still perform throughout the show. That's another thing Absolutely. that people don't, I don't think people know you do. You're doing all this stuff at once. So you are the artist and the, the other person at the I'm same the time. I'm the artist. I'm the hostess. I am the You're not getting business paid twice, person. Though. I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I get paid at all. Exactly. That's the thing. Because I've taken, there's been several months, <clears throat> excuse me, where I've taken a hit and dope spit. But I'm going to make sure everybody that's supposed to get paid gets paid paid mm-hmm. and that's what you have to do sometimes as a business person a lot of artists are not business minded right. they're not business nope. people right. so i am an artist but keep in mind i'm a business person first because i've been in corporate america for almost 17 years so i'm gonna handle business first and when you come to my open mic and you pay, it's only it's five dollars to get in mm. when you come and you pay five dollars and you're seeing 10 people perform or whatever just know that even all your money is going towards what I had to shell out in order to make that open mic happen, including putting some money into that features pocket. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me that um, we need to pay open mic artists because that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I want to also like make sure because when he was talking about it, like, like you said, all um, artists are in business started mm-hmm. from that standpoint. You take a loss sometimes. So it's Absolutely. not it's not guaranteed. So my thing is, I can't guarantee paying uh, artists that's gonna come up there and perform like just you know just the uh, artists that come perform perform before the uh, the special act. Right. But you also have to be mindful that it's a possibility that I might not make the money back that I'm putting into. Or I might not make it might not recoup, but I still gotta pay the. Whoever needs to be paid, yeah, the, the venue, the feature. If I have a DJ so that if night, if your mindset to pay everybody, you already putting in the hole that that's not business. That's not a store's not going to give out a thousand hours knowing that they only going to make a certain amount of money. Absolutely. You're going to do it's called a forecast. You're going to forecast Absolutely. what you could do, and you but you've been doing it over a year now, so I'm pretty sure you know what the lowest amount you might make. Important mm-hmm. and what you possibly can make, right? So right. When, you, when you got that, you basing it based off that. You're not basing it based off what well, I'm putting my pocket. It's just right. It's just business sense. How can right. I make the next one better? You're not thinking about being rich. I think that's what he was thinking. He's thinking that open mic artists. I mean, people that's throwing open mic are just banking this crazy amount of money. I think he think that too. Like they banking crazy amount of money. And it's not the case all the time. Sometimes you take not. hits or losses, but you're not gonna go on Facebook and be like, tonight wasn't a success. Uh, uh, I took all. it. Sometimes the the ones you take hits on be the best nights. It's just that you know the, the it's, it's depending on the vibe. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So um, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think it was like that was his necessarily his mindset as far as making a lot of money. I see, but honestly, I I see both sides. Mm-hmm. I see because like I say we we are artists and you know we 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 wanna you know receive from what we what we put out there because again it is work. Cause we talk about that a lot of times. A lot of times people over, overlook what we do. They think it's just uh, activity or it's just a hobby or whatever. Right, I get so, that a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I, I get, I get his point and I understood his viewpoint. However, from a business standpoint, that's just not that's just not smart business. And also too, when it comes to the grind of it, it's like again I said this last week. People have lost 
um, what it means to grind and what it means to mm-hmm. to really put in the work. Absolutely. Like I said, I, this, I can only speak from my standpoint as far as when it comes to film and, and acting or whatever. It's like you want to get that. You already want to have this um, $75,000 check, but you haven't put in the work to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? You only acted in one. You only been in one movie and you was a background extra. But yet you want to. You want. But yet you want to be. You want to get. You want to get paid off you want your that next. Denzel check. You know what I'm saying? Or you. Or you. Or I'm not gonna say it because it's gonna sound shady. Never mind. Um, or you do a reenactment, and there it is. So I'm just like, you can't. You again. I'm, and I'm not. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be paid for their work. Right. But at the same time, it's like you know what you got got into before you decide to sign up for something. And at the end of the day, you have to. You have to continue to to work the soil absolutely you know what i'm saying like that's 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 why farmers are, are excellent business people and this is excellent people like they work the soil and they reap the harvest of what they work absolutely. so if you continue to put that work into that soil then you'll reap that harvest so that's what but that's a lot of people don't get that they want that right now insta fame insta money stuff like that so and even piggybacking on both of them which is that putting in work like if you do want to get paid as a as an artist you go into open mic like how are you going to guarantee me that all these people are coming to only see you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, say one day what you have, like, a thousand people out there, whatever. And a person say, hey, they coming to see me, whatever. I mean, at that point, then I, I, I probably can make an arrangement and say, okay, well, that's $5,000, right. so we can probably make something happen. Absolutely. But you can't, you, 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 can't, you can't really place no numbers on that, especially in, in, the, area, in the area we live in. You know what I'm saying? You can't right. tell me everybody came out to see you. People if you can't want, show me that, right. then that's not business. You know what I'm saying? People, okay. So let, I got two, two things I want to say real quick. Mm-hmm. If an open mic artist can justify why I should pay them for the one song, the whole five minutes they get versus the feature that gets 25 to 30 minutes, then I, if you can give me a legitimate justification, then I would pay you. You come to this open mic and you bring not a single solitary soul with you. Mm-hmm. You can't even fill a, a seat, one seat mm-hmm. in addition to yours. Why should I pay you? Because a lot of times when people go to open mics, they don't bring people with them. Right. Now, I'll tell you right out when we go, we're seven deep all the time. So the venue is making money off of us. Yeah. Regardless yeah. if all seven of us are just doing the open mic or one of us has a feature and the other six are just there to support. This is what we do. You know what I mean? So when we go to these, that's why we're getting booked outside of the city. Because these promoters or these uh, these event planners, they see that when we come, we're going to bring you at least seven people. Mm-hmm. Now, in addition to the six ride out members that go, we have a couple of other people that come with us as well that are artists. So then they're like, oh, wow, ride out brings like 10 to 15 people with them every single time they come. I'm about to book you. and But we all were getting booked back to back to back for the same shows every single month and then we go to the next city and we conquer that one you know what i mean so we're bringing people so that that secures the bag for us it secures the bag for the venue now you show me as an open mic artist that you can bring me 10 to 15 people every single time you come you're gonna get your feature you're gonna get your money Exactly, and that's that's just like Colin said. You put in the work, and you can't Absolutely. just assume. And that, but also, you know, when artists do finally do put that work in, and that, at that point, I would assume. Not, I'm not saying assume, but at that point, you probably were gonna be doing 
more than open mics anyway. Right. So absolutely, that wouldn't be your, your your thing. But I get what he was saying. I mean, I know if you if you pro artist, you're just gonna only look at the artist side, and I think mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. looking at the artist side, but also looking at the side where artists can make money, which is also the artist side. But mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, that you artists, you you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just make an event, do it, do it, do it the way you think it need to be done, and then you'll see how hard it is to do it. You know, absolutely. And if that's absolutely. even if that's even attainable, which he say, which he say he's trying to do. I, mean, I don't think episode none of us really agreed on a lot of stuff, but it was a smooth conversation because we all understood each other's point. Yeah, so. that's, that's that's what it's all about. Um, that was dope. And but, you can't just do it one time. Now you got to yeah, do this consistently. That's that, and that, that was that was that's that was going to say too. Yeah, it's even with dad is even trying to do. I have this conversation with my sister all the time, people trying to do like web series and stuff like that. It's like you, you, cause what, what happened, I see this a lot, especially with Saw. It's like people see the, the after, the aftermath of it. Like nobody sees the work you put in. Nobody sees the tears that you had to endure. Um, the heartache that you have to endure, all the drama that you have to deal with. Man. Nobody sees that <laughs> because it's like, you're not, you're not putting out there like that for attention. You know what I'm saying? And you, you shouldn't. Right. Um, but it's like when you, People don't understand what really goes into it, and I tell people all the time. It's people tell me like, "Cross, I don't see how you do a web series." Like I started doing because they they see LA Web Fest or whatever, whatever, and it's like the Soul Festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, you, you're not really. I try to tell you, it's a lot, and then when they get into it, it's like, oh, it's a lot. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't saying that for my health. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I so. could, um, bring this up. This not, I don't think this is the case there, but I know one person I speak to a lot, especially dealing with you just spoke about, Raynard, somebody I know for a minute. And I know, like, even when he tried to do it, like, he was doing it, he see how hard it is to do it. Like, it's not just something you could do quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Now he see why each thing take, you know, a lot of time. We was talking outside outside the job, outside my job one day and talking about how even he lost footage. Like, you, you're not counting for anything like that. Like, hard oh, yeah. jobs breaking, yeah. laptop messing up. Yeah. So you think you just buy a camera. You, it's not you just buy a camera and you go shoot. Attitudes, people not want to do stuff, falling out with somebody, you know, all that stuff. You gotta play up. And I think some so many people think you know, it's not, it's not, not me. I'm everybody cool. No, nah. it and he seen that he was like, nah. I'm be honest with you, it don't work that way. It's a lot of, and then, but at the at the same time too, as the person that's the lead or the hey, yes, a lot of organizations take place too. Because if it, they say like the top is not, if the top don't have it together, then it's gonna trickle down. Mm-hmm. So you have to definitely have to have all your ducks in a row when it comes to putting on shows. Um, even putting on free shows, we do poetry in place. It's like mm-hmm. it's still a lot. You, oh, I was so exhausted yeah. after that first one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still a lot trying to put everything together. So it's like you you have to really you should don't they always say don't envy the person. Like you shouldn't envy anybody because you don't know what they did to Excellent. get to where they are, where they're trying to be. That Excellent. first one y'all did the poetry in place. Was that the day we did the show? Or yes. That was, yeah. And that was funny because remember y'all did the show. Y'all was doing some other stuff, filming some other stuff. I don't know what's coming out, but y'all was filming that. Yeah. Y'all was doing messed up that day and then still did that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we think, pre-recorded. Was Dope Spit that night? Or no? No. Was, that was, that no, 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 no. We didn't do Dope Spit But a lot of times you do Dope Spit, but you still do other stuff that whole day. Like, yeah. you're you working that whole day. A dope Spit, and then right after that, go we have record. to go do the radio show. Mm-hmm. See, when we did the first Poetry in Plays, we pre-recorded. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Didn't say what. Mm-hmm. And then we had to dash over to the church and set up for Poetry in Plays. Right. And then we didn't get out of there until, what, 10 o'clock I at remember, night? Yeah, we had a texting, long yeah, yeah, it was real. day. Like, you had to yeah. clean up and all that stuff. And people were like, you, and, and let's talk about this real quick, because mm-hmm. People like, well, I don't want to pay to get in the show. I don't want to pay to get in the show. And Poetry and Plays was free. But to be honest with you, it was free to the public, but somebody had to pay. Right. Carlton and I were buying food. You know, the actors and the poets, they were paying with their time. Right. You know what I mean? Free ain't so never it's, free, though. It's, no, it's not. You throw an event for free. I, I see why people get upset, and I know, like, 
and you, you, we, all, we all feel they like been the brothers. I see why they frustrate sometimes when they throw like a little get day, a day of party at them. Like it, might, it still might be a little packed, but they want more people there. You know what I'm saying? I Absolutely. understand now because like it's not free. It's free it's to free. y'all, but it's not free to us. So we expect everybody to come out because we be be paying everything. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's this free event. Absolutely. But then it's another. We have another event where it's not for no good cause or something like that. It's like you got to pay it, but that'll be packed out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I I don't know if you ever think like. Should we even throw a free event? It make you make you second guess even doing stuff like that sometimes. We talked about that. Yeah, we uh, with we poetry did. in place. We because listen, I monetize everything. Got to because there are bills that need to be paid. People need to be paid. So I I mean I will make a barrette and sell it. That's just me. You go and do, but so much cut, um, exactly. free free work anyway. That's exactly. True. That's true. So Carlton and I had long conversations about whether poetry and play should be free. My whole thing with poetry <laughs> and plays was um because that's that's my whole thing was about just giving back to the community. Um, I like I said, I get it. I get it as far as people need to be paid. People got bills and everything. Um, but my my whole thing was I I was just wanting to get back to where how I started. I started doing stuff in the church. I started because. Your gift can be taken from you. It can be snatched. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, to me, I want to get back to, okay, this is what my final. Because somewhere along the way, your focus can get off. Right. When it comes to when you, when, this, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. This is an honest story. I had this conversation with my siblings. I was happier, honestly, when I, when I first started because I was just doing plays at church. And it was no, it was no, oh, you're going to do this, be famous, or you're going to all write for TV. And I was, I was, I, it was just, I just did because I loved it. Yeah. And when I, what happened, when the turning point happened for me, somebody came up to me and said, you're going to be bigger than Tyler Perry. Now, it wasn't like a big, like I got a big head, like, oh, my God, I'm bigger than Tyler Perry. What happened was the competition started setting in as far as, okay, now I got to make my stuff to that. I got to make it better. Right. And the pressure set in. And then, of course, you got people wanting to work with you. And then the stress of working with all these different people coming at you all the time. So as as it progressed, it's like, okay, now you're thinking about, all right, so now I got to start thinking of ways of how I can make money because, again, everybody's not going to work for free forever. Right. I don't even want to do this for free forever. And, and, and that's another thing people don't get. People think that we banking. I don't understand <laughs> why people think that because you 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 put on an event mm-hmm. or, or you – doing a production or whatever that you banking a whole bunch of money listen people i don't and let me tell you this if Neither i was I. I was i would not be living with my parents in the same room <laughs> and if i did i wouldn't have my car repoed twice i'm just saying like i'm that's like real, i'm real. i'm being real like yeah, i mean I, I would not still be making i make 725 an hour and that's sad but that's my reality. But but my point, the reason I'm saying that is because if I was making money off of these productions, this would not be happening. Right. So it's like I need people to really open their eyes and really see. There's a lot of work that goes to it. I, honestly, there's a lot of energy that goes into writing. There's a lot of energy that goes into putting shows together. It's a it's a lot of energy that is spent in doing this. And I think if I think if we all took time to really see each other's perspective, I think things would run a lot smoother. Because again, like you said, some people are just looking from artists like. I need that bag. You know, I put right. in this work and you're demanding this stuff from this person that is only doing everything by him or herself. Right. And it's, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. So I, like I said, again, I see both sides to it, but mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, if you, if this is something you love to do, then you continue to grind it out. Cause your time is coming. But like a lot of times you won't get that. You won't get the reap the blessings because you quit or you just get, you just, you in it for the wrong reasons or whatever. But you, you mentioned like when you first started, like you liked it better. Like I know a I lot did. of artists, a lot of artists say that like, rap, 
especially rap, they always say like it was just better before I got big. Do you think because it come, like, it starts being more less about being passionate about what you're doing and more about competitive? It's more. It's more. It's more about the pressure. It's about um, again trying to. You're always thinking about how can I get to the next point. You're not really thinking about okay, this is my gift that God gave me. I just enjoy doing it, or I just enjoy speaking this message or that I have. It, 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 it you start really thinking. So thinking it's more about, about progression. Yeah, it's more. It's more about progression. Like I know where I'm at now. I'm just like okay, I need whatever this is to break because so you, we need money or yeah, we need so you're something. Brainstorm like this got this show got to be. Like, yeah, it's this, always it's always that. To, like just writing it, hopefully, and just, just like like in front of. No, heart. don't get me wrong. No, when I write, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy creating what I'm doing. What I'm saying is, you're still thinking about okay. In this, the back of your mind, in yeah. the back of my mind, I was like, okay, hopefully this will be the one that'll go viral. You got people to answer to when you're in Carlton's position. He's producer, director, writer. Um, I have people to answer to, whether it's directly or indirectly. The public expects something, yeah, a certain standard mm-hmm. from you, you know. And when you do start, it's just fun, and then people start to get in your head, and then now you don't want to disappoint. All but right. then you're like. I really love this. This is my passion. I'm going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? So it gets to be very, very difficult, very challenging. I always tell people, if you are not ready, because a lot of people come to me like, oh, I want to do this show. I want to do this show. And I give it to them real and raw. Mm. If you are not ready to find you a venue, if you're not ready for that venue to back out on you the day before your show or the day of Mm. your show, don't do it. If you're not ready to deal with pain in the behind artists, don't do it. Because life happens to people. Even for Life Logs, that's my annual showcase. One of my features... That's been in the entire promo. I love her to pieces. She's so amazing. She backed out on the show the night before. Mm. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? You were in the promo. Shout out to Big uh, uh, Bugsy Calhoun because he came from Columbia. He was one of the features on the show. And he just took the show over for me. Because I'm like. I was going to say somebody had to go twice. Yeah, he he extended his time and I appreciate it. He didn't ask for more money. He just did it off the strength of our relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I appreciated him. And then he offered the money back to me that I gave him. Because he was like, are you straight? Do you really have to give this to me? You don't have to. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if you're not ready for this animal, then don't do it. Because it's not easy and it's something you have to do consistently i was told dope spit wouldn't work the city don't do open mics there was not an open there was only i think there was only one open mic consistently going on when i started dope spit last year and i heard about it maybe about two months after i started dope spit but then now all of a sudden i was gonna tell you and i'll be telling i'll be trying to tell like i'll be seeing more now but like i said they get canceled a lot but i see more now Mm -hmm. um than before and i I guess I never I never really pay attention like that until I started doing media. So you're the first person I really talked to, even know we had something that was like an open mic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if, if you like to call it a location switch. I, I like chicken. I'm not going to lie. When you move the cave wing, I said, I'm definitely <laughs> going now. And every time I go, I get wings. I, I get two orders. A lot um, of people tell me that. They love, I love the, chicken. The, the, the the wings. So yes, um, that's I love cave wings. <laughs> <laughs> even but even when it was in the truck, I didn't even know the, I didn't even know the thing from the truck. I happened to yeah. sit. That's it. 
I thought these taste familiar. I just bought five more, but I, I like I like the wings. I, I like the wings. I really Crazy. do. They do have some good wings. <laughs> it's just a, it's a dope atmosphere because like, you just walk through the you know you walk through and you go to the back. Like I, I like I like that feel. You know, yeah. just walking through. Like no, nah, no, nah, not here. Come to the back. You know what I'm saying? Then exactly. It's in the back, so I like that. <laughs> I, I, and then when I, you get back there, the little lights is on. Yeah, and then you get done eat chicken. Like you can't even, you can't, you can't really, you can't beat that. Like, Christ. So let me ask you this question, man. Would you take a date to K's Buffalo? That's not K's Wings. Would I take a date? There? Would you take a date there? Yeah, of course. What? Yeah, I would. Okay. Oh, Great. I see. You, I see what you're you doing. See what I'm doing? Great. We're uh, segueing now. Be honest, I'm be honest with you. you got lost? I would take a date there. Um, we could eat some K's Wings. Uh huh. You know. Um. It's just wings. I pay for it. Okay. Um, that's that's it. Saturday, you know, I get paid on Fridays. You know, it's like <laughs> now, now if we in between Friday, I'm not gonna lie. If we in between Fridays, you gotta catch me before you know my bills come out. You know? <laughs> it depends. I'm not gonna lie. Keep hunting. Um, and then you just walk Broad Street. You know what I'm saying? So I would you be okay if a date took you to Case Wings? Absolutely. Okay. You gotta go dose bit first though. Oh, you gotta go to no, dose bit. No, but this is this is a non dose bit Saturday. Yeah, well, then we go. ain't going. I, I'm I, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was still, I was, I was still no. go. Yeah, this is this ain't this ain't no success. Then we gonna rap outside. We gonna just start a cipher outside. <laughs> That's right. So the reason I ask is because there, this post has been going around. There's a young lady who um says she doesn't do cheap dates. So I'm gonna read the text message. Um, so this is how it starts. She uh, starts with the text. Do you? I don't know how the conversation started, but this is the first text on the on the screen. Do you ever take girls on dates? The guy responds, "Yeah, I've been on dates, not the typical dress up, eat movie type of dates, but like other dates that include involves fun, like laser tag, roller skating, the zoo, aquarium, picnic, after a high, IDK, some I don't know some memorable stuff, not just movies or dinner." She says, "That's not the kind of woman I am. For the first day, I want to communicate." So I would say we both dressed up in something casual, eat dinner at an expensive restaurant like, I can't even say this, Maestro's? Maestro's? Maestro's. That's not expensive. All right. And <laughs> or something. Heart emoji, smiley face, heart emoji with the eyes, and then emoji smile with the tongue sticking out. And then. Oh, she about to give it up. Uh-uh. Well, no, it's, it's not that tongue. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the tongue to the side. Oh, she about to get crazy now. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy said that's some bougie ish. Uh, for my shows for the first day. LOL. Why only expensive restaurants? Why not the Cheesecake Factory or something? FYI, the Cheesecake Factory is not cheap. The Cheesecake Factory is quite expensive. It was alright. It was alright. Listen, right. shout out to that Chicken Bellagio at Cheesecake Factory. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, they got some, they got some good food, but I'm I've saying been, it's not cheap. I've been there one time. It was pretty good. Um, she says I only eat at expensive restaurants. LOL. Nothing more, nothing less. That's my standard, and the man must always treat that. The guy says, hmm, hand on chin emoji several times. Hmm. He says, so if a dude took you to Texas Roadhouse or like Outback, which ain't cheap either because them steaks are expensive or something, you wouldn't be grateful for that? Skull face emoji. Um, No, she says. Personally, I would eat the food, entertain him for the night until he takes me home, then block his number. Can't be effing with no broke man. Crying face emoji, kissy lips emoji. He says, you got to be joking. She says, no, I'm actually very serious. So that was the conversation, um, which I thought was very interesting. And I would love to read some of these comments here because I got a lot of them. It's quite funny how, you know, when you post something like this, you get a whole bunch of comments, but then you say, hey, watch my show. You're going to get like two comments. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I, I'm not trying to just but the other day you had posted your video, right? You posted that. And nobody watched it. No, 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 no. I oh. watched it. The next day I watched it and I told you, but it was uh, for Nick of Time. But he had tagged everybody. It was like not even five minutes. 
and somebody had commented as if they watched the show. I'm like, the show was like 13 minutes. Ain't no way you watched the whole show. Right, right. That, I saw, I screenshot that really else. I'm like, nah, she know better. <laughs> no. Yeah, she ain't watched the show. He's like, oh, he's so cute. I'm like, watch the show. No, watch the show. That was fun, though. <laughs> um, we, I'm going to read some of these comments here. Rebecca Perry says, this is not a standard. I asked the question, is this, because you know, some, some women have standards. So I asked the question, is this her standards or is she just crazy? So, um, Rebecca Paris says, this is not a standard, this is foolishness, LOL. <laughs> Kevin J. Stone says, she is definitely out of her mind. What does she bring to the table if she requires all that? She probably can't cook and doesn't know what a clean house looks like. <laughs> Open legs. Woo! Ooh, uh, <laughs> Nicolette um, says, I wouldn't say that her wants are ridiculous, but the way she goes about it is. She has too much ego and pride. What guy will feel good about treating someone who demands and belittles things like this? You said Nicholas? Nicolette. He, oh, he got money. She. She, she has money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, and then somebody else commented saying, uh, I thought I screenshot all of it, but anyway, it says, that's what I mean, ridiculous. It's cool to have a preference, but the assumptions about men not doing this type of date being broke and her preferences coming off as the man's are ridiculous. Definitely needs to work on communication. She's going to have men running like they're in track and field. And Nicolette responded, yeah, then they're going to be writing into a relationship Facebook page. Says, I'm beautiful in my 40s, successful in five college degrees. Why am I still single? So, uh, Moni B had a different perspective. She says, if that's what she likes and that's what she's used to, then I see nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. What's more important is that men who are who they are dealing with um, and if she ain't your cup of tea, then keep it moving. At least she he knows early on who he's dealing with since she's clearly not trying to hide it. And then um, I'm trying to find the other one because I don't want to. And then it'll start going back and forth. Of course, I don't read the back and forths. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Nicole, my friend Tiffany. She says, uh, yes, the standard can be set, but I hope it's set because she's able to bring that same standard to the table. You want to be kept on someone else's dime, and all you have is a dime. Mm. Mm. I can't get with that. Raynard, we just talking about him. He says, throw her away. She ain't no good. <laughs> yeah, Raynard. He's like, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Bro. I ain't got it. <laughs> Tim Everett says, so here's what you do. Take her to McDonald's, split the check, drop her off with the you wasted my time with that ridiculous conversation. I wasted yours. Enjoy your happy meal. And then Nikisha Goodless says, she's stupid. Dominique Bond says, I appreciate her honesty up front so I know what to expect. And let's see what else we have. Cameron Williams says that's just a bit much. I think she's out of her mind. I think that is more than a setting standard. I think it's more being demanding. Big Bailey, shout out to Big Bailey. He says it's not so much what you say. That's the that's the problem at times. It's how you say it. She has no tact at all. So yeah, a lot of more out of your minds. Um, we had a guy, uh, Jay Darrell White says we all have a level of standards. Can't knock her for what she wants. But as long as the person is up front and let me know, he, it would be up to me if that meets my standards. My pockets determine where we're going. And I want to read this last one. Um, Stephanie Spencer says, good luck with that. There's having standards and then there's being stupid. She basically wants to sit and look cute over an expensive meal instead of doing something more adventurous that will let you get to know someone uh, authentic. Authentic. Auth- whoa. Let you know the other person with more authenticity. She doesn't want a guy to do life with. She wants a guy to finance her life. Shaking my head. And I really want to read that one. This this young lady's been married for a year. She was my good friend. So shout out to Stephanie so she knows about relationships. But I like the part where she says she, she doesn't know she doesn't want a guy to do life with. She wants a guy to finance her life. And that's kind of what I got from her. My thing is so that my whole thing with that was like, girl, bye. 
I don't know. First of all, um, like I said, I I can't even pronounce the name of the restaurant, so we're definitely not going there. <laughs> um, so you either you cool with what we what 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 we gonna go, or you can you can either a decline my invitation, b pay for your own food, or c enjoy this day. I'm gonna take you on, and we're gonna have a good time and talk and eat, and enjoy some food. Sajules. Well, I am not a bougie girl, so I don't really like fancy restaurants. To be honest with you, now. If it's business, fine, whatever. I ain't paying for it, you know, because <laughs> I mean, because it's business, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but I am not the traditional date type of girl. I'm the one that's like, yeah, let's go do some laser tag, you know? So like uh, Maine said earlier, you know, he'd take his date to to K's to get some wings and then I, walk no, down Broadway. I would take him. I didn't say I took anybody. There. I would, though. I know I said you oh, would. okay, okay. I'm not trying... Listen, I said he would, <laughs> not that he did, <laughs> but yeah, like he said, he would, he would take his date to K's and then they would walk on Broad Street. To me, that's dope because you walking and you talking, getting in some history because there's a lot of history downtown. So that's how you get to know somebody. You don't have to get to, you don't have to have conversation over expensive meals. And I listen, I'm cheap. I'm so frugal. I'm not for to pay $65 for three shrimp. Okay. And two and, and two little red potatoes. Mm. And you know those are small. They like the size of a silver dollar or something. Right. I'm, no, that's just too much money. I'm tell you this personal experience. I've been I've foolishly taken women on expensive dates. Still got burned. Really? Not burnt like Whoa. disease. I know. I'm what talking you mean. about like burnt like we went on a date and then it was like, oh, friend zone or oh you're like my brother like you know what i'm saying so no I, too much money man I, I too much clear, money. that's clear my bank account said the same thing to me the other day so i mean because women who expect you to take them on those expensive dates they only want you to finance their meal for that night so they can get bragging rights oh girl he took me to you know ruth chris or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean so I like, ruth chris is good though the, i mean that, that, I, that steak listen was, that steak was amazing i can still taste it too. never had it but i heard it was, i heard it was good now, I you need to try it one day too. i don't eat red meat but i had their caesar chicken caesar salad it was the bomb okay it was Man, worth listen. all of that twenty dollars <laughs> you say ruth chris i'm on the way <laughs> i'm on the way i'm on the way somebody paying for it but, <laughs> i mean i can treat myself to a nice meal i can't treat myself to a nice conversation that is true. So. I, you know, I, I, one thing I will say is about that. At first, I had I was I was in a sense. If, if it was me talking to somebody like that, yeah, I'm not I'm not with. It. I'm like nah. But you, I, I don't think you can really shame her. I mean, I think like if you got a standard and you set you set it, that's what it is. Like some people don't have standards, so they keep getting like ain't ain't nothing people around them. You know what I'm saying? Like you might have sure. no standards, so you get that that guy you just don't like or that girl you don't that that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. But if you set that standard, you gonna get what you want. Now, if, if that's what you want, though, she might just want somebody money. She might not want no conversation. She might not care about that. I don't know how she came up. Her mom might have raised her that way to just get somebody with money, and that might be the thing for her. So here's the thing, okay? Have that standard, but for don't love. get on Facebook or Instagram talking some. I can't find no man, or there ain't no good men out there. Cause there are good. There. That, yeah, that's the bait, though. You gonna you no, put that no, out no. there, and then they bait. They be like, they inbox you. Oh, I, I'm a good man. You know? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm saying because again, nothing wrong with setting that. But sometimes, a lot of times, the reason why we don't find nobody because we set our standards like, um, ir- ridiculously high. I'm talking about like, and there's not, uh, nothing wrong with standards, but you like, you know, like Chili had that show that term. Yeah. Want to date Chili? She had these those crazy standards. I'm like, 
girl, you're gonna be single for the rest of your life. You're just chilly. Yeah, like she like <laughs> even the, even the dating person told her like your standards are a little too high. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, it's nothing wrong with setting stuff like things that you won't compromise on. But that, like I said, that's kind of, that's that's materialistic stuff. Like, but I'm not gonna lie, it's not like she didn't like him. I mean, I don't I don't know the, the conversation, but she mm, might just didn't but, like him. But she actually that was first. very blunt. That's kind of blunt. For uh, her. According to that message, she was the first person that sent the message out. Chance so I don't know the rest bread. of it. So, huh? Trying to see if you had that bread. I mean, you just got to, you know, she probably screening the applications. You know, yeah. HR be screening applications to see if you want to interview. Yeah, my face with that, bro. She, but he the, made crazy, the crazy thing is, it's just because he won't take her to an expensive restaurant doesn't mean he don't have money. Right. It's, it's, I know. Exactly. Uh, I, exactly. I'm going to tell you this. Millionaires do not dress like millionaires. Okay. It's people who really ain't got no money trying to look like a millionaire to dress That's like that. So you can have, a, you could be in the, um at the stoplight. Sitting next to a million, a multi-millionaire that's driving an old beat-up Volvo, mm-hmm. and he got on some Lee Dungaree from Cole's <laughs> Department Store and some of them New Balance that you get from Cole's Department right. Store, not the ones you get from Journey. And he could have like an old little T-shirt on. That man' bank account could be sitting on eight figures, okay. and you would not give him the time of day because of the the car he drives or the way he's dressed. And he could have been testing her. That is true. So he, so she, de- he, def- she definitely failed if that was a test. Cause mm-hmm. nobody want no, nobody want anybody like that. It's gonna just basically like I'm just dating you because of what you can do for me. Like that's not that's not relationship, how relationship works, man. I mean, I, I, I would say honestly for for that particular, man, I, I want to see how she look for one. I mean, that would that would definitely sway my decision. Not not for me to talk to her. I'm just saying like to have that standard because some people have a standard. You like, eh. Come on, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you you don't meet your standards. <laughs> yeah, like like uh, your looks don't match what you asking for. But I've been saying on Twitter sometimes, like like you know, people tweet something, right? And then they'll just go in on him because like somebody tweet something like maybe bashing or shaming a woman for this or that or like I don't like girls with something in their hair. But then it'd be some like big slob looking dude, you know what I'm saying? So they be like, fam, like, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like, why are you saying that? So it's like one of them things. <laughs> we know how I feel about those guys wanting perfect tens, but they be looking like be mega 37. Yeah, you be saying that. Come on, sir. Come on, so, sir. Your breasts like, are bigger than but mine. But they be the main ones talking, talk, talking down on like certain females like, oh, y'all, that is, that. stop wearing this. Don't wear sundresses. Y'all looking good. And it's like, you got holes in your shirt or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Streaks in your drawers. Wow, that's wild. That is definitely wild. <laughs> that is, that's wild. <laughs> Somebody yeah. not washing. Nah, streaks is wild. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm not washing, though. Streaks is wild, man. That's crazy. Mm-mm. But yeah, I just, I haven't been on a date in a long time. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just all about, you know, I like, like, I like to eat. So I like, I, I'm all for a good meal. So, I mean, if you cool with, you know, little Applebee's, something I can afford, then, you know, let's make it happen. Well, that's a good, I, I want to stay on top of it real quick. Not too much about the the, um, the the lady, but dates. Like, we mentioned that. Like, what what, what does consider a date? Like, what what what, what, you, what some things we consider a date? Because I'll be seeing now people be talking about how this not a date, this not a date. I don't know if people want some extravagant thing just for social media because I guess now it's not a date unless you post on Instagram. I don't know. It's right. not official <clears throat> unless it's on social media. I, that's what they're saying, you know, but to me, that them social media games don't be the best game because that'd be like a facade a little that's bit. That's fake. Social media is fake. You know how I feel about that, about fake relationships. So what? what's some things you, you think, like what, what's a date to you that might not be a date to somebody else, you think? Cause, me personally, I'm like, I think the movie thing, when you... When you're younger, it's okay because you're young. It's like that's the only time you can be alone in the movie theater. So you want to go there. Boo. When you're older, it's like, it's like you can't get to know somebody in the movie theater. 
I ain't been to the movies in over two years. I, I think it depends for that on reason. your perspective. I mean, my parents like to go. It's, it's a, it's, well, it's a they already know each other, though. I'm saying, like, I'm talking about. Trying you to said get a date. I meant trying to get to know somebody. <laughs> I'm saying, but it's like, if, if you went on a date with somebody you just met to the movies, it's not really a, is that really a date? Not, I mean, it. well, it depends. I mean, it's if. I know from it, that's cool. I mean, yeah, we could do things in the movie theater. That's cool. But you asked me what I thought. What you don't ask me. <laughs> But wait, he said we could do things in the movie theater. Uh, yeah, like, you know. You definitely can. Absolutely. Um, anyway. Um, Pre-game. Or during game. I mean, whatever. Post-game. Right, I mean. Um, but no, um, I think it depends It depends on the person. Um, if you want to go to the movie and do something afterwards, then that's cool. Like, if, if let's say... Um, Let's say my date like really wants to see the new Kevin Hart movie. Like she really wants to go. She's not a keeper. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What does that mean? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. What does that mean? I'm confused. That she wants to see Kevin Hart. That's not a keeper. Nah, nah, fam. <laughs> you gotta have standards. Nah, fam. <laughs> oh, nah, fam. You're not gonna talk about my comedian like that. That's what we're not gonna do. What about, um, what about, my, what about my ex movie? Okay, go ahead. And talk about your date. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it, no, it's, it is a movie she really wants to see. Then why not be like, hey, you want to go see go today, go see movies? Okay, cool. I mean, what's the what's the problem with that? I mean, I got I think everybody's different. Like Sasha said, she doesn't like movies. So I, if I wanted to date her, by the way, let's clear this up. We're not dating because there's, there's what, you're not there. my homie lover friend. No, we're not. No, <laughs> he said he, he, he air. No, no, I'm saying no. People keep people, saying, people saying that, that. we're together. That, that we're together. That's wild. Yeah. yeah, that's how she gets on my shows because we f. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> I'm taking Shay's spot. <laughs> that was another thing another actress that I worked right. with that was saying that me and her are together but that's the only reason why she's on my show so well, as long as it's you know consensual that's all people that matters people <laughs> <laughs> well, and we'll get into that topic later um, but no if, if if I was trying to pursue Sai I would not take her to the movies because that's what, something what she doesn't know what would you take Sai if you were trying to pursue her I'm just curious I now. would I mean whatever she, uh, honestly I don't know. I mean, I yeah, know honestly. she probably she probably might be over it because it's what she does. But I would naturally be like, hey, let's go to spoken word. I think I, I think that's kind of I think that's a dope date. I actually would love to go on a spoken word date. So long as it's not in Augusta. But it's yeah, word. no, I mean, we go somewhere. We yeah, don't yeah, know. yeah, not Augusta, obviously. But I would if I was trying to pursue her, I would because I would listen to what she's saying. Like she's into poetry, spoken word, whatever she's into. I would make sure I pay attention when we're during the talking phase before we go on a date. I'm like, okay, so this is what we're gonna do. Me and my sister Kendra has our conversation all the time because she was frustrated with her ex because he got her something that she didn't like it was something he liked right so it was like you're not listening to what i'm saying or even when she was doing her whole weight loss journey he bought her a whole bunch of candy why are you trying to distract me from my weight loss journey you're not listening to what i'm saying yep. so it's like if you we have to listen to one another it's same thing with females with um, excuse me women with dudes and like you have to women need to listen to what what guys want to you can't give a guy what you think he should have if that's not what he wants uh, that's not what that's not what he wants for his birthday or whatever something like that. So it's kind of the same thing. We have to listen. But anyway, my point is, a date for me would be I'm all about food. I like to eat. I know restaurants are typical, but I want to go get something to eat. I'm not a happy camper if we go somewhere else. And I'm not, and, and I haven't been fed because I'm. What gonna, if she takes you like on a picnic? I have no problem with that. I think that's dope. That's eating. that's something different. I, I as long as it's not hot as hell outside. <laughs> I don't because I sweat a lot. I, I'm sweating right now, <laughs> so. I sweat profusely. The older I get, the more I sweat. So, yeah, I don't. It needs to, if we're gonna do a picnic, it needs to be like either early morning, before the sun sets, 
I mean, sunrises. Or we need to do like the sunset. I don't know. I think your standards too high, bro. They are. I think you gotta get the picnic where you can get it. Man. Oh well, no, I can't get no picnic at noon. I'm not coming. Two p.m. That's sun that, the sun is. That's when it's like really high. You want this food or not? Call no. <laughs> you can bring the picnic to my office. We can have an inside picnic. Uh, I think that's dope too, though. Nothing wrong with that. Like nothing wrong to for a for a woman or for a man to come home after a long hard day of work. And if they got kids, the kids gone somewhere. Gone somewhere. It's just them. And, like, there's the blanket in the middle of the floor, and then there's, like, a picnic basket mm. down there. Like, let's say that the date was planned to be outside, but due to inclement weather, yeah. you know, you can't go outside. And just, man, that's dope to me. Like, you thinking, you know what I mean? The zoo is a dope date. I love the zoo. I love animals. I don't like to touch them. I don't like for them to be in my space. But I like for them to be behind the glass so I can look at them. Okay. The museum is a dope date. Going to like amusement parks. I think all that stuff is dope. You know what I mean? Because it's it's not traditional. It's not cliche. Right. So you want to take me to dinner? That's whack. You put no thought into it. You want to take me to the movies? That's whack. You put no thought into it. You probably trying to do some miscellaneous things in the movie theater. <laughs> I'm good. Your breath probably stinking everything. I'm good on that. So... <laughs> Yeah, you got to learn how to think outside the box. Get to know whoever it is you you want to pursue. Ask them questions on the things that they like. Well, let me ask you then, because uh, he kind of half answered it. Well, if you were taking the call on Monday, what would you <laughs> take him? How did I? Pop, nah, let, me, let, me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I have and answered Y'all go back, because you, you answered it, and you start talking about Kendra, like, real quickly. He's like... <laughs> Real quick, he said. I didn't have I, answer. I, I, I said, said I would listen to what she would want, and I would take her out. Yeah, I, I was I was getting a follow up question in, and you and you just kind of like over <laughs> over talked. What was the rules of follow up question? I was going I was going to ask you, give give me your rundown from the day how the day would go. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. See, I, I knew you dodging. He have been on the date. I have not been on a date in years. I have no idea. Just off the top of your mind, you, no you, idea. Uh, so nah. You, well, Carlton, we went to go see. Um, we went to a poetry show in Atlanta. So me and Carlton went on a date. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Wow. What is wrong with this guy, man? <laughs> he didn't like me, so he didn't call me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a day. It wasn't. Yeah, it was wow. two homies hanging out. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't date. I just. I just hang out. I never. To be honest, I've been so focused on trying to get this bread. I ain't really thinking about you know trying to date and all this other stuff. I mean, it'd be nice, but. That's not my focus, man. I'm 32 you years live. old. You might, you, might get, you might get inspired by one of them dates. No, you thank know. you. Nothing. You might write, write the best script. This date I is write crazy. best scripts now when I'm single. Oh. Okay. All right. But I'm saying you might. You said progression. You might progress. I might. After. I progress when I'm single. I don't have to worry about calling per, the person every five minutes. I've been in a situation where it was like, so oh, it, you need to call me every five minutes. Uh, it's, a, it's a no for me, Alex. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's wild. You know what I'm saying? So, no. That's too much. Yeah, no. But much. continue. Where would you where would you take me? Yeah. Where me. would I take you? Yes. <laughs> I know I'm that. not taking you nowhere. You got too many rules. I don't have to <laughs> I don't have too many rules. You gotta, you gotta set the time. Oh, it's twelve o'clock. No, no, that's if you try to go outside. Carlton don't like to talk on the phone. I can't call him and ask oh, him yeah. no questions. Oh yeah, dang. You know what? Somebody <laughs> told me that that was like, yeah, I can't date you. You don't like talking on the phone. You don't like talking after ten. I mean, I'm sleep, my G. I mean, you know what I'm saying like, I'm trying to go to bed. I'm watching TV. I'm trying to watch the show. Um, Carlton be binge watching Young and the Restless. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, you you got to catch call. That's, that's that's how the date go. You got to catch him when you can. Um, <laughs> look, you busy right now? 
Y'all I'm on the way. Y'all sound like my. I just. I had just reconnected with some high school friends this weekend. Y'all sound just like them. They was like, cause they invited me out. We just. Funny thing is, we just got through doing. Them say what? And I told. So I said, I'm gonna go hang out with. Them. I'm gonna stay for ten minutes, and I'm going home. I'm tired. Already had time limit on it. Yeah, I did, right. but I understand. Like I, we just kind of just connected and, and reconnected with it. I understand, but it, and it was fun. But it, it was funny because they were saying the exact same things that my now friends say. Yeah, and I haven't seen. I haven't seen one of my friends since eighth grade, and then. The other guy, I haven't seen him since college or whatever. But they were saying the exact same thing. It was like, yeah. The the guy, his name is Tristan. He was like, yeah, I already know Carlos is not coming. And so when I text him, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. And, um, and I was like, I'm going to surprise y'all. And I showed up. And then they said the same thing. We decided to hang out again last night. And it was like, he's not coming. And I was oh. like, I was the first one there. So, See? and I be, I, surpri- I can surprise. I will hang out. But it's just, I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a, I become such a homebody. I and I like I just like chilling at, and and just being at home. I don't like I don't like people. I know people be like that's crazy in entertainment, but I don't really like people like that. I just don't. I just like you know, and 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 the city we live in sometimes is a little crazy. People don't know how to act. I'm trying to come home. I'm not, not that, trying to go home to Jesus. Not that crazy. Okay, <laughs> you can go on a date. It's not that crazy. Okay, but you that has nothing to do can, with dating. I'm just saying, like in general, you can definitely find dates where it's just like y'all two. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not really. <laughs> you're not, you're not trying to hear you're it. Not. You're not. I'm listening. Um, okay, yeah. so this is this is what I would do for a date with Carlton. <laughs> um, I would set up a big old projector on the garage, right? The garage. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? What? Set up a big old projector on the garage. You don't like people. <laughs> I don't like the movie theaters. So That's so dope. We about to sit in the car and we about to binge watch Young and the Restless and all the VPN shows. No, let's not watch VPN shows. You be yeah, having you your defi- binge that, watching that is sessions. Definitely on a binge. date you want. Let's watch my shows, man. On, <laughs> no, now you're making me sound egotistical and like a narcissist. No. Okay, nah. well, we don't have to watch your shows, but we will watch Young and the Restless because you are forever in the day giving us the run down <laughs> on what's happening in Genoa City Genoa. or Gen- Genoa, whatever city. <laughs> And you are forever in the day giving us the rundown. Oh my God, Jack or whoever. I don't know, but yeah. That so. be that actually would be pretty dope. So that's, what's, that's, what's my set? I just want to follow you around for a day. Like you got a busy day. I just want to follow you around. Like, I don't have a problem with that. That'd be a good date for you. No, that's not a date. They gonna be I mean, in the house. No, <laughs> no. Tell me what I'm. <laughs> lies, lies. We're gonna be filming and stuff. So that's a good date. Not that type of filming. I know, man. Oh, okay. Anytime the cameras come out, it's a good, it's a good time. Sure. Okay, man. Where, where are you taking Y'all somebody on a date? Y'all taking this to the left. That's Maine. Maine's going to the X-rated stuff. And he got a straight face with it, too. I mean, just... <laughs> no, that's... Anyway, continue. I don't know, man. Movie theater, I guess. Are you gave me all that grief? Yeah, I just, you know, I just went to... I like trolling, man, so... But nah, <laughs> <laughs> but nah or, or just, I like to eat, so I mean, I'm going to eat. I want, I want to eat... Um. I don't know, like I don't. I don't think move this. I, would, I mean, I would do that if I already know the person. Like mm-hmm. you already know each other a long time. That, that's cool because, like I said, I already know you. So if the movie's boring, you have some different kind of fun. But I would say maybe like bowling. I love the bowl. I, like I, bowling. I don't love the bowl, but I like the bowl against women. They're kind of. Um, they're, I haven't lost yet, so um, bowling is cool. Um, something like that, like laser tag, like she said. Um, Star the Strikes is a good one. I wouldn't go there, but mm. that's a good. Atmosphere, I guess. Um, something just where it's like kind of like in public. It's always good because you don't want you don't want to look like as if um, I don't, you could joke on people. I like joking on people in public. I'm not gonna lie. I mm. like to see uh, why, why is hat like that? Why is pants mm. like that? 
why his shoes are like <laughs> that? Why is he? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he's sweating on his arm, like stuff like that. So anywhere we could have fun and just joke in public, I like that. So just walk around. I'm, I'm from you. I like to walk. So walking cool. is fine to me. Awesome, yeah. I walked that New York, those New York streets. My feet was hurting. I was like, yeah, it ain't for everybody. It's it it isn't. It ain't. You can you can keep that troll face over there. <laughs> <laughs> Your Brooklyn face. It ain't for everybody. But <laughs> now walking is definitely healthy though. No, I mean it is, but you know, just put me in a good old car. You got the Georgia feet. I know. You can't see the, nothing in the car though. No, I'm no. I'm not saying New York is beautiful. I'm saying like we walk literally like from we walk from the Brooklyn Bridge. To Harlem or something like that. Anyway, no, we, yeah, something like that. I just know we walked a long time. I've never been to New York, but I've been to Vegas and walked the strip up and down all day. You know what would be dope? Take her to New York. That'd be a good date. <laughs> wow. Oh. You like to travel. She ain't never been to New York. Cotton. <laughs> Look at me, man. Come on. <laughs> we <laughs> are the, not together. What? No, I know, but it's a, a date ain't gonna be out together, you know? I could, I could really tell people, like, nah, it ain't work out. It ain't work. <laughs> That's a, let's long, move on. that's a long drive. Let's, to New, let's, long drive let's, to New York. Let's move on. That's a good day too. A long drive. Mm-mm, I get most yeah, sadness. Yo, Colin, time out, time out, time out, time out. It <laughs> got to stop somewhere. It <laughs> got to stop somewhere. It got to. Hey, we, are we going? Are we going from point A to B? Or are we just driving? <laughs> Yo, you know what? I, you know, you're right. You need to just write and just do VPN. You, you're gonna piss somebody off. Think about like, yeah, but, well, can we go this time? Yeah, well, it's, it's not. It's I'm at one o'clock. Might went to five. <laughs> Okay, well, can we just drive? Well, we'll be going. How many, how many stops to make? This you got gas this already? This is what we're not going to do on my show. <laughs> how many miles per hour do you drive? We're not going to continue to Jones, Carlton, Clay. Do you break a That's lot? That's what we're not going to continue to do. You swerve? You the ammo because you're a little difficult. I'm not difficult. I'm, I'm just complex. You got standards. Right, thank you. Oh. No, mama. No, ma'am. No, mom. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no. Um... Let's switch. Let's just talk about something else. Because this is a good segue. Talk about dating. Um, we'll talk about Michael B. Jordan. I, want, I really want to hit this. I think this is important. Michael B. Jordan, y'all know uh, a lot of people fell in love with him because everybody was wanting to go to Wakanda. So that's why mainly people uh, fell in love with Michael B. Jordan. But basically, Michael B. Jordan's in the news recently because he was on vacation and he had a boat full of non-black um, people. So it was a boat full of <laughs> non-black, non-black people. Um, so it was it kind of created an uproar with the African American community with some of the women. Um, and basically, one of the excuses was there's not a lot of black women wherever he was. And I was like, oh, I don't think that's the case, bro. That's not a good excuse. But he went he went live and he explained everything. He was saying he likes different colors of milk, flavors, flavors of, milk. of milk. I guess he was trying to say he likes all types of women. That he he, he described women as milk. Um, that wasn't a great description either. You don't think so? I don't think I don't think you should I don't think you should label anybody other than what they are. Milk goes sour. I'll just say that. Yeah, I think you should just just you should just say I like all all women, all types of women. That's all you should have said, not call them milk. But anyway, my my they're basically people were kind of going in on him. I read a lot of comments. A lot of black women have basically he's no longer their man crush Monday. That's a um lot. They're they, lying. They, yeah, they, that, they was going in. They caught. They said they was like he's nothing. He can go to Becky with her potato salad and raisins. They called him sour. They called him sour milk. Um, <laughs> it was it was a lot. It, it was people was going in. It was crazy. Um, but I just wanted to say this. I just think it's funny again. I think we talked about this before, but I think it's crazy how first of all people got to learn how to separate actors from the characters. Y'all fell in love with Killmonger. 
Mm. Y'all didn't fall in love with Michael B. Jordan. Because mm. a lot of people, first of all, a lot of y'all didn't even follow Michael B. Jordan's career. I didn't know who he was until Black Panther. Like, he's been acting for a very long time. He's been doing a lot of other stuff. Fruitville so, Station? Yeah, exactly. He was also on um, uh, uh, Friday Night Lights as a TV show. He was on there. Um, he was Hardball. On, yeah, he's, he's on a lot of stuff. So, y'all didn't even see Creed. He was Wallace in The Wire. So, <laughs> he definitely him. was on, on The Wire. Killed the last episode. Definitely was on The Wire. So, I'm just saying, like, he's done a lot of work, but y'all fell in love with Killmonger. So, when, and, and Killmonger, of course, was pro-black. So, when some, when Michael B. Jordan says a statement that's anti-Killmonger, y'all want to crucify him, he's playing a role, people. Like, y'all can't, y'all have to get out of the idea that the, the actor is the same as the character. Stop it. Second of all, um, I feel like everybody has their preference on who they want to date. I don't feel like, as long as the person is not bashing, like, black women, if he's not saying all black women are ghetto and all this other stuff, then I don't see what the problem is if that's his preference. If he wants to date a white woman or an Asian woman or a Puerto Rican woman or whatever, then what's the issue? Uh, this I know you said something about, you just said that. Like, it was a post the other day. I don't know if y'all seen it. Somebody, people sharing, they was like, how this guy, his girlfriend graduated from a college, whatever, she was mm-hmm. white, and he was like, why would I choose any of these black ladies when I could have this white queen? It was something to that effect. See, that's a problem. But that they were saying, they was like, well, for one, they didn't want him anyway. They were like, look at you. We don't want you. But no, wow. the main thing was like, you don't have to put us down to up right. her. You right, know what I'm right, right, right. He's not doing that, though. So. No, no, he wasn't. And Michael B. Jordan wasn't doing that. He was just... He was just he but just, what if what if Michael B. Jordan, right? Because I, I know some black dudes that only talk to white girls, really. And it's not because they only like white girls. It's just that I can ask Sa. All right, you're a black woman. I think I am. Okay, well, <laughs> so, on some days, right? So right. let's let's say Monday through Friday, you're a black woman. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays, I it switches between Asian, Latina, and white. That's that's wild. That's that's, that's a big flip. <clears throat> but let's let's just say it's a Wednesday, you know. But like some girls don't like guys that have this white persona, though. and it's some guys, some black guys have that white persona where it's like they not they don't seem urban, they don't seem. Mm. Black, quote unquote, you know what I'm saying, and I know some people like that, and they like white girls not because, not because that's all they can, that's all that they like, like the light, the skin is just that the girls they try to get that all black, they they kind of like look, uh, you know, I want a, a black guy, not not you, so it's kind of like they're just in the, in the stay in the same boat a little bit, like that's the culture. I'm like the culture, like if I like people in the that live in the project with that, right? They they talk to each other, they like the people that they around. Mm-hmm. Same kind of language. Uh, they speak the same body language, same same style, same kind of mindset. So you're saying it might not be color as well as, as environment. It might it, it might just be him as a person. Like he might uh-huh. be more of a like on a white. I hate to say white side, but that's the, some guys just not. They not they're a typical black man. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. They not acting black. I don't know if y'all seen the movie um with Tommy Davis. I can't think of the name right now. But the dude from the Cosby Show, but he he was acting kind of white, and Tommy Davis trying to give him to act urban. It's with uh, Jada Pink is in it too, I believe. Or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But oh, movie, um, Strictly Business. Strictly Business. Yeah. And um, I love movies. You should know that movie. You should watch that movie called. But yeah, Strictly Business. And um, <laughs> so it's like, but she she didn't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But he was trying to make him urban. Mm. And even his girl that he had was like kind of uppity. She wasn't the average black girl, but she was black. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But she still had that kind of like white, like almost like a white privilege kind of persona by herself mm-hmm. sometimes that's just the case brother like if you, you're gonna be around who who you're attracted to. Now, you might be attracted to that person because y'all got the same kind of i don't know personality personality i don't think it's so much a color thing might be a personality thing oh he could have grow, grew up around a bunch of white people i don't know well <clears throat> i don't believe in the whole acting white acting black thing you are who you are um 
I will say this. Um, what's the guy's name from Atlanta? The, the No, no, no. The show Atlanta. He's the rapper too. Uh, He's Glover. Just, yeah. Um, uh, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Donald Glover. He's married to a white woman now. And he said it was because um, black women don't like the nerdy black guy. Exactly. I feel like the women that you were going, the black women you were going after don't like the nerdy black guy because there are black women who like nerdy black men. Mm. So you have to know what environment you're in. A lot of times they'll go after these, um, I don't know what you want to call it. These, some are hood girls. Some girls like hood guys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to know what, your market is your target audience is for, <laughs> right. for lack of better term but you have to know what your <laughs> i don't like um guys filled with gold with their mouths filled with gold teeth and you know what i mean i love locks but i don't like them to be nappy you know what i mean jam rock you don't like those jam rock locks no thank you wow. i'm good um <laughs> you know you can enjoy that i'm good but so i'm not gonna put myself in an environment where that's the only type of men there is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't mind dating outside my race. I don't care for anybody. I don't care if people date outside their race. This is the problem I have with certain black celebrities that date outside their race. When they do movies, they target the black audience. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to date the black people. That's my problem. So don't come to me for your support. You want this black woman's support. But then you don't want, not me in particular, but you don't want to bring this black woman home. You talking about Michael B. Jordan? Or just in well, general? a lot of stuff that Mike, a lot of films that Michael B. Jordan had done before Wakanda were targeting the black audience too. Now, I don't know if his environment that he grew up in, like where he went to school and stuff like that, if it was predominantly white or whatever. But I can't say he likes white women because that's his environment. Because, no, his environment is black because his mother is black. His aunts are black. Those are the women that he grew up around. And Those are the women he saw every single day, regardless if he went to school or worked with white women. That's a good point. Do you think that they, they, they play a factor in that? They're like, if it's okay with them, he's like, okay, well, that's fine. If they agree with it, then cool. Because sometimes like, your upbringing, like, it's some mothers that be like, look, don't bring the white woman inside my house. Right. So you already, you already, you already, con and I, don't, I know people like that. You already conditioned to not bring the white woman home. So, and I mean, I'm not going to go into that, but then you're only looking at black girls. So, you know, you can't, uh, I mean, I can do something, but you can't come, you can't come to the cookout. Can't it's not, it's not, right. it's not happening. Because you conditioned that way. Do you think maybe they conditioned to where it's like, you like all people, it don't matter. And he just happened to like white women. I mean, he likes what he likes. He, like he, he said that where he was, there were no black people. So it wasn't just black. I mean, it wasn't just white women with him. It was white guys too. But so I, I do wonder though. I just I just wonder like if because I know you said you some, earlier before we started about generalizing and stuff like that. Mm. A lot of times that do happen. You have that one encounter with that one race, and like you just like mm, nope. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe some black girl broke his heart, or they said you corny, get on my feet. You know, I don't know. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's like or maybe it's two or three. That's still not enough to generalize them, but. It's possible. Like you go, you go and generalize based on your experiences anyway. Right. You made that. I hate to do that, but you made that point about the black businesses thing earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like that one, that one encounter you have can make you think about how, about supporting black business. Even three encounters, you might be like three strikes them out. Like I, I support this black business. It didn't work. This black didn't work. This black didn't work. So now I'm going back to Walmart. 
So, but why why do we do that as black people though? You have a a bad experience with a black person or a bad experience uh, at an establishment owned by a black person, and you want to write them off. You can have fifteen bad experiences at Walmart, and you still go back. Yeah, just like if I'm gonna have a bad experience, you know, I'm just gonna go with cheaper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause, I mean, I already know the spec from Walmart. I know the line. I know they're gonna have ten, twenty registers, but they're gonna have one line open. I'm already, I'm expecting to get upset when I go in there. It's like, hey, and I, I'm not saying that I need a discount, but that that's the general assumption. You go in there like somebody that's like you is gonna, and I guess I don't feel like you're gonna be taken care of. I don't know. It's some, it is some black business. They're kind of janky. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really speak on it. I just kind of support them and keep it moving. But you know, it's not always a, the case. And I don't think it's just black people. I think anybody. I think white people do the same thing. You get robbed by a black guy. You see a black guy next time, you close, you lock in your door. Right, absolutely. Like it just, I don't think it's just a There's black a thing. I think it's just on black people. Period. Yeah, yeah. And and it makes it's a typecast. Exactly. The black thug. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? So a, a black man or a black man has a bad experience with like three or four black women. Now he wants to categorize all of us. You picked the wrong one. It's something no about quiches. you. It's something about you that ain't right because you kept picking the same chick. I'm glad you said and, that. And vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. All the, all the black guys, Quentin from um, Man and Brother, he said that about um, Serena Williams. He's, he he kept, he. I mean, he was so mad that week that that he found out about the whole her white white get mad white guys mm-hmm. like that. The whole week at work, he was talking about it. this is before I even knew any of y'all. He told me the whole week. He was like, I mean, man, man, she had to be the problem. I'm like, I don't know, but I, that's the same mindset he was in. Like. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not them, you know what I'm saying? It got to be you. And it could be. I don't know. It could be. It could You're be the, high, the you same know? type of person. A lot of times we will we'll go for the same person until we get out of that rut. But mm. then you want to you want to blame all me. I did it too. You know what I mean? I, I ain't give up on black men, but I'm like, man, I'm done with men, period, cuz they ain't no good. But I was picking the same guys, mm. just a different name. Mm. So, I'm like it, it's something it, I take the words from Kevin Hart. I got some ain't it, you know what I mean, in me that I need to get rid of. And then when I get rid of that, then I can find my my Prince Charming or whatever. I can find my king, yeah. you know what I mean? Okay. I'm not going to write off all black men. I'm not going to write off all white men. But I'm going to date whoever I want to date. I don't mind. I don't care who people date. Right. But, but the question, I guess the question is, are we going to see Creed too? Uh, yeah, I definitely am. I'm gonna go see Creed. I mean, Creed one I'm was good. I'm gonna set up the projector at Carlton's house, and then I'm gonna so watch, watch it on the it? garage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a good date. Y'all, y'all, not y'all, main inside, but y'all, just people in, in get on my nerves with that. Y'all, we not watch, we not support him no more. Da, 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 girl, be the first I mean, in line. For they don't, Creed. they don't, they don't, they don't need your support. They're gonna still make their money. So, I mean, you posting on Facebook and social media, and nobody cares. I do want to say, I think Michael B. Jordan, like, like, I think you mentioned that they cater to black audience. I, only, only thing I know of what fruit station, but notice, but he, he had done a lot of white movies, like his last few before that. Um, he did like a lot of co- white comedy type movies, where he mm-hmm. wasn't the funny guy, but he was the the black guy in the movie. Right, right. And um, I don't know if that played a fact. I don't. I, it's hard to really gauge on interviews because depending. A movie they promoting, they different person. To be honest with you, yeah. sometimes they still yeah, be in character. Let that man make his crossover I'm, money. Yeah, my, my thing, like I'm gonna support him. Man, most you know? of most of, like I said, most of these just don't bash the women fell in love with Killmonger. That's what it was. You fell in love yeah. with Killmonger. Absolutely. You fell in love with uh, T'Challa because you don't know Chadwick Boseman. 
You know what I'm saying? You like you 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 haven't followed his career like that. You got really excited about a black movie, which wasn't really a black movie. It's a Marvel movie. You got excited about it's that. It's just a black cast. It's just a whole black cast because it's set in in a, a village in Africa. That's I mean you have to have black people. But I'm listening. You got excited about that, and then now you're trying to trying to persecute this man for his personal choice. And and I and honestly, I feel like he shouldn't even went on IG live. Don't you have to explain yourself to people? You know what? You know what it is though. We say that right. And imagine you have some time. You might go on Facebook. You might just get a second. You might see this little little something. You feel like you got to address it. Imagine that times a million though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I get that because I I, I I'm still working on not being that person. Because even at level where we're at now, like we get those type of comments or whatever. So I it's don't like say you, huh? I don't say nothing. I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's. I'm I, I'm not there yet. I'm yeah, still working yeah. to get to that point. I said this morning that every person's action doesn't have doesn't have do you have to have he a reaction. Fed up though. Right. I mean, it's been, so, been some years they've but, been getting at him. But no, fed I up. get but and I get that. But at the same, I mean, if you want again, I feel like if that's your personal stuff, if you want to address it, address it. I just feel like you you making your bag, you making your coins. Keep doing that. Keep it moving. You don't owe nobody no personal no explanation about what you decide to do in your personal life. If it's not harming or killing nobody, then do you and keep it pushing. So I mean, it is what it is, and and, and I want to address this too again. Um, I always see this a lot. It's like you got the 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 some not all again. Cause I'm not generalizing nobody, but you got some African American women who get so enraged with the black man choosing to date or marry a white woman. But it's like it's y'all not enraged when a fellow sister dates or marries a white man. It's Serena like Serena Williams, Eve. Yeah, I'm saying y'all, y'all like oh he she leveled up. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she did that. Get that bag, girl. Secure the bag, sis. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's what? Pick a side. Like, well, what you gonna do? Women secretly, there's the insecurities. You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, he could have been with me. That's that's what a lot of women get mad for. And I'm like, he don't even know you. Like, make yourself available to him, and maybe he would choose you. Mm. But they get upset and I'm like this man Michael B. Jordan doesn't know doesn't know any of the women <laughs> who had a comment about him so I'm like what you mad for you don't live in his city you don't live in his zip code you never uh, go to, to the premieres where he is you're definitely not in this price bracket absolutely he, he price. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying like, you may want to go to Maestro's but he can't take you because he don't know you you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean right. if that's how you even say the name of the restaurant right. but he definitely eat at Maestro's. Probably. He definitely. Eat <laughs> no, he look like he the type. He might just be walking on Broad Street. He might go to In and Out Burger. But he definitely don't go to Roof Chris. I can tell you that. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he don't go to Roof Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's stepping in. Oh no, too many sisters. We gotta. We gotta get about it. <laughs> You stupid. We Shout to out to Ruth Chris because Fabulous put them on the map with the black community. I said community. the other day. I said and the, I I ate, I ate there one time. The the one time I ate there last year and I didn't even know it until I was like, he been said this years ago. He, I, yeah. I, I'm thinking Ruth Chris is like grandma. I don't know what I, I you know you know listen to lyrics sometimes I was young. But yeah, I like that. Fabulous definitely put me on that, man. Shout, shout out to when Fabulous. he was popping back in the day, he definitely mentioned it in his song. And that's how it, it 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 started to get the black dollar. Mm. Did you did you want to touch on the um, Charlemagne and and R Kelly thing, or you want to kind of just go into the black businesses thing? How much time we got? We got thirty. We got thirty minutes. Let's touch on black businesses real quick. Then we can do Charlemagne. Because I did ask a question. I posed a question: Should all black people support black businesses? Like, should you always support black businesses? This is a question. <laughs> no. Why? Because they're black. I'm just just a question. I, I'm just asking. Well, would you? Let's I go first. 
If you uh, if you are a black person, oh, you're obligated who, to. Yeah. If you are a black person and you own a business, but you are providing a product or a service that I don't need, don't like, don't require, and don't desire, then no, I'm not going to support you. Mm. But if I know somebody who can benefit from your product or your service, I will tell them about it. Mm. But that doesn't mean I'm going to spend my money there. So, but here's the thing: you're still supporting, but you're just not. Buying, buying. Right. There's a difference. I'm, I'm only supporting if I know of someone who can use it. Right, right, right. I think I, I support it. I don't have to buy nothing. Like if you got a something you do, I can share it. You right. Know, or I can get the word out. Say I know somebody with this business that I'm third, but that don't mean I have to spend money there now. Because it's okay. So like, for instance, when when I, I, going, I want you to succeed though. Right. When everything was going down with the with when it was real rampant with the police officers killing black men, everybody was like, well, let's move all our money to black banks. So no, I'm not. I, okay. I can't even trust my grand. I can't even trust my my family. My money sometimes. So I'm not moving to a black bank. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a, you know you have, a, you have a cousin somebody owe you some money. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, damn, about to get money to Daryl. No, no way. I'm not doing that now. <laughs> but I definitely get to Bank of America. I know I get it back. <laughs> so that's just me. Because you know that was a, it was a big push, and I, even some of the celebrities were jumping on. It was like y'all, we all need to move our money to. And I'm like, did you really? Did you really? I'm sure you move some of it, but it, I'm sure that sounded real smooth though. But no. Yeah. But they have millions. You know that if I lose I these $300. I said, say, I, said we, I said, we not in the same predicament. It's the like only right. guy. I'm going to keep it 100. I had to do, shout out to Gerald. This dude I worked with one time. I had to get $20. He going to get back to, by the way. If you listen, I need my $20 back. But <laughs> How long ago was this? 2015. Okay. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. It's about, about, about 20 now. About, about 25, about 30. Okay. Because I don't think he's working right now. But <laughs> the thing is, thing is this. He asked for money because he had a rush card. And we used to get direct deposit. And for some reason, I don't know what happened with Russell at that time. It was that time where everybody had a rush card wasn't getting their money. The right. Right, it just it just was stopped for a minute. And I felt bad because he had child for all that stuff. So even the check that he was getting wasn't going to be as big anyway. But he didn't get it. I knew then and there, I'm never going to a black bank. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I think it's the same thing with like... I think it's the same thing with entertainment because I know a lot of times people are like pressuring you like watch this black the show with the all black cast created by a black person or watch go to go to this movie or whatever. And all black is definitely a selling tool now. It's, it's all black. All, you know, all did, natural. I did not go see Wakanda or what Black Panther. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't go see Wakanda. I, I did not go see that. I'm sorry. I didn't go see a lot of black, uh, a lot of all black cast movies. You just won't catch me. I mean, I, I didn't. Well, there's two reasons why. I don't, well, first of all, we go to movies like that because I ain't got the coins. We go to movies. Movies are very expensive. Two, everything doesn't just because I'm black doesn't mean it, that's the type of movie I like or that or it caters to me. Or I might, I might look at the previews and I'm just like, doesn't look that good. I'm gonna exactly. wait till it comes out on BET or TV One. So there's a movie out right that they're doing previews out now with Don Richardson from. Richardson, John Richardson from Danny Kane. She's in it. She's starring in it. It's called like it's something. It's like basically it's like a uh, African American version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, kinky. Yeah, it's kinky. I, I posted oh, okay. out there. I was like, this is like that Fifty Shades of Grey. Movie. Yeah, I was like, I, I, it's called, I think it's called Fifty Shades of Black. Every day we're calling it on Twitter the other day. Oh, well, I'm not funny. interested. Me neither. Because first of all, a lot of the actors that's in the movie, I don't feel like are good actors anyway, and I don't want to see Dawn. I didn't know you were an actress. And she doesn't even look like Dawn. Well, she do a good job. I though. didn't know that was her. I mean, if she she do, I'll find out on BET. I have a feeling that the previews are going to be the best parts of the movie. So I mean, like I, I a lot a lot of times it's like I feel like people try to press you because you are black. It's like, well, you need to go support this or do that, and I just think that's kind of whack. 
Yeah, but the black business thing when when it, when it was booming for a minute, after all the you know all the cops shooting and stuff like that, like that wasn't gonna be the 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 the, the end all be like that wasn't gonna be the, the thing to take you out the no it wasn't gonna happen. They was doing stuff like sending threads or sending chain messages like don't shop at Target, I'm like Target got Wi-Fi. I'm definitely going to Target. I go in sometimes to chill. Walmart, maybe I, I would did, but not Target. And then I understand when they said that. Cause I'm like, Target, I would have good spend at Target. Mm. I can't say things at Walmart. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on any one of them. It would be Walmart. I just remember that at that time. I remember doing a podcast about it. And people would get mad because I was saying that I was, I was going to shop at Target still. I'm like, what did Target did to me? Like, they, they don't have, I don't know if they, they, did they support something. I can see now with the Starbucks thing could be Starbucks and Target, but I, even then, I didn't make, I didn't make that transition. Like, I'm just going to shop there regardless. I'm not going to let one event, and we do that too. Like, it'd be all, like, it'd be, they say 10 big police shootings that happen, right? Right. It's 365 days in a year. So there's probably other events where none of that happens. But because it's some ten times happen, you know, you take it to the extreme sometimes too. So what? I guess I, I, me and kids will talk about this. One day I'm going to sit down with my aunt. She was actually a part of the civil rights movement. I want to sit down here actually do like a, a documentary style. I want to just hear her stories or whatever. Her and her best friend, they both they went to pain and they dealt with a lot of stuff that happened in Augusta or whatever. So I want to hear their stories. But I, I said that to say, um, back then protests, boycotts, everything was organized. There was a reason behind why stuff was being done. Now, I think a lot of times people are just doing this so they can say they did it or because they want to be a part of the wave. IG. So, my thing is, I feel like even then when people get upset with you because you're saying, you say, I'm going to boycott Starbucks or boycott Walmart or whatever and you be like, I'm not. And they get upset with you about it. But but are are you helping the movement? Are you just are you just not going to the store, or are you actually moving <laughs> forward with the black and helping with the black initiative? And I and I feel like majority of these people are not. It's like you constantly saying, "Well, do this," and it's like you're not really doing anything to help the movement. Or for instance, again, when black on black crime happens or whatever happens among we do it to ourselves, you silent. It's the same thing. It's still the black community still being hurt. So it's like you gotta again if you're gonna be for it, be for it. A good point you made. You said, "Are oh, you just not going to the store?" I think back in the day, like the difference between back in the day and like now, with the boycott was, I can say I'm boycotting Starbucks. I don't, I don't eat there. I don't, I don't drink there. I don't, I don't go there at all. But back in the day, boycott wasn't just not going there. It was making sure other people don't go there also. So that's boycott, like going to the actual store and trying to stop you from going there. Like if you go to like a you know abortion clinic or something like that, they be trying to make sure you don't go in there or something like that. Like they, or they have signs and stuff out there. That's boycotting to me. Just saying you're not going there's not boy. It's just your personal choice of not going there. Mm. Boycotting also provides a resolution. True. Absolutely. So if you don't want the black community to go to Starbucks, then create oh, right. another you know, um, another coffee shop. Carlton's coffee shop. That's going to Carlton's coffee shop, <laughs> yes. That's going to provide free Wi Fi. That's going to provide Tell me about it. Some, a hangout spot. For a people, hangout yeah. spot. Really good drinks. Um, I don't drink Starbucks unless somebody gives me a, a gift card because I just don't have the money to go spend on a coffee. Um, <laughs> but Folgers works just... I don't even drink coffee, so I don't even mm. know why I'm talking about that. But um, but you have to pres- provide a resolve. Like when they did the bus boycott with Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. Black people band together. They If they didn't have a car, because they the ones that had cars, they provided carpool services. Right, absolutely. If they didn't have cars, they walked together. Mm. So, and they walked in groups. So I think now people just like to make a whole bunch of noise, and it's temporary, because the bus boycotts went on for months. Mm-hmm. 
months and months and months until the laws changed. See, people now, they complain, they yell, and then after two or three days, it's done. The whole, i.e., the whole H&M situation with the little boy that had the monkey on his shirt. All these black people were in an uproar about it. My question was, where was his mother? When I found out where his mother was, right there agreeing and signing the paperwork, no I'm back up. Exactly. Who cares? Mm. Because those black people that were complaining about it, bet you bottom dollar, they still shopping at H&M now. Well, or they probably never did in the first place, but they want to complain because that was the trend that day. Exactly. You know or they're shopping somewhere that, that is similar to H&M that, that, holds, that, that does a similar thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, and all these stores got sub-stores anyway, so you yeah. might think you're shopping at H&M, but the store you're shopping at could be owned by H&M. Exactly. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Target and Macy's and all of them, they're owned yeah, by the same yeah. conglomerate. So if you're gonna, if people were telling you to to boycott Target, then they shouldn't be shopping at Macy's either. Right. Mm. You Bye. Know what I mean? Bye. Hey, I want to, I want to follow up quick before I forget real quick. I do challenge you that that thing you said a documentary. You should start in that so you can put out in black uh, like next uh black history month. Yeah, I'm not I, rushing you, but I just no, think no, that, I did. I, like, I honestly, and I, I have a regret. I wish I would have interviewed my grandfather before he passed because. I, he always just talk about it all the time, and um. Well, if you can try to see, maybe she could tell you a story from like maybe he told her. I'm pretty sure she could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. my yeah, my, my I'm sure she they they talk all the time. So I'm definitely gonna do that. But I really wish I would have really got him on camera. Really like that's I wasn't really into it like that. I was into it, but not like oh, I'm gonna do a documentary. But I'm gonna definitely do that. Uh, do that'd we have be, time to talk be, about Charlamagne real quick? Yeah, we still got 20 minutes. Okay, I didn't know. I felt rushed. <laughs> that's that black stuff for you, man. Let's hurry up, man. You got five minutes, black businesses. <laughs> I felt, I felt it, but no, I, def, I, I definitely want to. I want to do that. Um, I want to do that this year. Sometime. When I when I take a break, um, I guess it won't be a break. But I'm still doing it. Right. But, yeah. We just talked about that. We did. We had a conversation about that about resting. So anyway, I figured out. So R. Kelly, 19 minutes song. Did listen. listen. To it. I listen to it. Give us the run. Give it. Give us the nine-second version. <laughs> Saw speaks. <laughs> R. Kelly, Robert Kelly, you need to get your whole life together. Um, it was just a big contradiction. You did. R. Kelly did not answer the questions that people wanted to know about the sex tape. Did you pee on the girl? Was that you? Um, what was this relationship? <clears throat> excuse me, with Aaliyah back in the day? Do you have a sex dungeon and all that type of stuff? Cult and all that. Yeah, the cult and 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 are you raping women? Are you just preying on uh, girls that are underage? Um, he admitted to um cheating on his girlfriend. You know, sleeping with her best friend. He admitted to sleeping with his friend's girlfriend. You know, he admitted to stuff like that. We stuff already we knew didn't. that. Yeah, man. Right. Nobody about cares that. about that. Um, He made the reference towards Hugh Hefner. You know, everybody thinks Hugh Hefner is great, but then they're looking at him crazy, looking at Bill Cosby crazy. Um, He talked about, like, his drinking situation, losing his mom, things like that. He didn't really answer is this any questions. I wish 2.0 or something? Pretty much. Pretty much the extended version we of We know back wish. then, but this is definitely I wish 2.0. Right. And then he, after he says all this stuff that he did to his ex-girlfriends in the past and like all this um, manipulating women and things like that, later on in the song he goes, black women need to support and uplift black men because they go through too much already. Sir, you just said all this bad (laughs) stuff you did to black women, but now you want us to uplift and support you? You can go have several seats. You can go step in the name of love on that. Mm. Step, step, 
side to side. <laughs> round round. That's all I got for you. I didn't listen to the interview. I'm a little over R. Kelly. But it's a song, I think, but I, I don't want to hear either Beyonce. But I'm not. Nah, he I'm can't not, sing I don't, I don't, either. Yeah, you said that earlier. He said he can't sing. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I could really say that. He sings pretty well. But I don't know. I'm not a singer. You sing? No, I don't. I am in voice lessons. Carlton, keep your mouth closed. I, I am in voice lessons. <laughs> Carlton, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> nothing. I said absolutely nothing. Um, I don't just say about I'm not, this. The, um, I'm not yeah. the biggest R. Kelly fan. I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change the stage if the song comes on. Me neither. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sorry. Not sorry. It depends what goes but, to my mind, though. But yeah. Say what? It's, it depends what goes to my mind. Like, for instance, I think about peeing. I, I, I might change it, but <laughs> I, I really ever do. I think uh, about movies that the song plays in. So, like, uh, some songs seem like you're ready. I think about Miss Society. So, oh, gotcha. I mean, like I said, I just, I'm, just, like, club. I'm just not, I'm just not interested in hearing any more of his excuses. I'm just like, dude, just admit you have a problem and just stop it. Cause now you're just looking really silly in these streets. But I'm not gonna throw in my chocolate factory CD. It was a gift. If I still had mine, I probably would keep it. It mine just broke. Mm. I, I I wouldn't throw it away. I mean, that was a good CD, but whatever. It, it definitely was. It definitely was a good album. <laughs> that was definitely um, post peeing though. Chocolate fat. That it was, was post peeing. That was the first one. But it's post those, peeing pre Aaliyah. It was a good album. No, <laughs> that was post Aaliyah. Pre Aaliyah is wild. Bro. <laughs> post Aaliyah. Post Aaliyah. Sorry, you right? Yeah, because she did pass. Yeah, he wild. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That, that was a crazy time span. Dang. Yeah, there's some good music out there for us to ignore all that stuff back in the day. I think social media really put uh, put things in the forefront a lot because. I don't think anybody even thought about all that stuff that Leah, Penn, and mm-hmm. Chocolate Factory. It's just like, we just wanted music. Yeah. Because the, there music. was no Twitter and all that back then. So, right. um, yeah, I will say that social media will bring things to light. And I guess we off that so I can talk about the Charlemagne thing. Yes. <clears throat> Good segue, man. Yeah. I, mean, I try. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of things to do. But yeah. Um, <laughs> that was kind of crazy because it's a snippet out now. And that came out. That I listened to that podcast last year, I want to say. And like I said, you know, you take a snippet of a podcast, even this podcast, you take a snippet of it. It's not really going to tell how the whole podcast went. Like so far, we've just been joking, chilling, you know, just pretty much going through it. Like, like no, no, no notes, no nothing. Just mm-hmm. topic talk. You know what I'm saying? But if they take a snippet of it, of let's say the dating thing. Let's say that. Let's say, let's say that comes out for some reason. Let's say I don't know. I put a video out for y'all talking on date. I don't know. It's already rumors that y'all dating, right? Mm-hmm. It's going. It's going to be kind of wilder that you know that's out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so We're I, going viral, buddy. You know, <laughs> I, I, I did. I did check the time. Not gonna lie. I was like, hey, 108. I know it's not on the screen record, but now nah, for real, like even even you think you think of that. I mean, that that's how that's what I got from it. But listen to the other girls' uh, side of the story is way more serious than Charlemagne's side of the story. Listen to him, like without hurting it. Listen to that. We can't play it. But listen to that. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of that, curses. That two minute clip. It's almost like they just kind of like, yeah, it happened, but you know, whatever. Sleep on the rug. I got a drunk, but you know, whatever. I felt very okay. So they laughed let's, the whole time. Let's go ahead and be honest right now. Like I never listened to the interview. I first heard it before we record this podcast. I felt very uncomfortable. You sounded, you look disgusted. Be honest. I was really because I, I was, I was uncomfortable. I felt like you're making a joke out of you potentially date raping somebody. And you, I mean, because he was saying how he got the the drink from the sex store. And they both drunk it, and then they fo- they both were feel- feeling woozy or whatever, and then you proceed to have sex with this young lady, and then she wakes up and like, what happened? He I even mean, described her being drunk weird. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I was. Well, she wasn't cohesive, but like, what what was it? Cause, that's what I'm saying. Like that, saying? that, that, that words, your your wordplay, but laughing still. The wordplay wasn't cool with me. It was just kind of was like, oh man, like bro, it's really not like you really you raped her. Like honestly, like. 
And then the co-host is saying that, like, you raped her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, even he's saying it. And it's just crazy because in that moment, obviously, it's in the moment where, they, where they're joking about it for some reason. You know what I'm saying? It's even hard to even defend that because, like, yeah, it's just was, hard to, de- you know what I'm saying? It's hard to defend that. Let's be clear. Yeah. When a person is not coherent, they are not, according to the law, it doesn't matter what state you're in, according to the law, they are not in a state of mind where they can can consent mm-hmm. to sexual activities or sexual favors or whatever. Right. So it is deemed as rape. I'm not saying I'm not going to go on the record and saying he raped because that's slander and all that right, stuff. Right, and right. He ain't about to sue me and get my $23. <laughs> but I'm just saying, according to the law, after watching documentaries, reading some law books, working in law for so long, as long as I have, that's what it is. Um, he did laugh it off, made a joke about it. Several. And and I just don't think it's funny. I think it was distasteful. He made, um, he's probably regretting it now because it's bringing more attention to him now because of the whole Me Too movement, mm-hmm. the R. Kelly thing, mm-hmm. because Charlemagne speaks out against R. Kelly all of the time. A lot of issues like that he have been vocal about. Absolutely. And he, even today, I think it was today or it was yesterday, one of them, but they were talking about R. Kelly. It was today because of the 19-minute song that came out. So he was talking about R. Kelly again. So... There's going to be more light brought to it, and he's probably regretting the fact that he ever even said it in this interview. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot of cease and desist orders going around for for certain people or whatever, but you said it, buddy. The it's already out going there, nowhere. Yeah. No, I just, you would think that when you they talk about this stuff on The Breakfast Club, you would just kind of just leave the room or be silent and not just not, take off that day yeah yeah or not just not be as vocal about it as you are you know what I'm saying? So he's so adamant about how they're disgusting and all this other stuff it's like dudes you're kind of in yeah. the same boat like mm-hmm. slightly and again like like you said so we can't say he raped her like we ain't trying to be sued here right. but it's like when you're joking about that when you've been accused of it and and it's the way just the way he described it to me i just i just felt I, I felt really uneasy sitting here. I was just like, dude, like this is not this is not even a joking matter. Like, this is something very serious. And even though the statute of limitations is up, it's still not looking good for your character. Right. Like as a person, like you could lose, lose jobs off of this. You could be fired so, still from this or whatever. I just so, ask, like, like, do you think it's in order? Because I, I listen, I listen to their podcast on a regular, and I listened to it last week, and they didn't mention it at all. You could tell they was kind of like kind of biting around it because they were saying they, it's like certain messages they just had in that, in that conversation was like kind of how you don't you shouldn't do this on social media or I think one of the topics they brought up was how something happened a long time ago and you bring it up you gotta think about the culture back then but it wasn't like about them but I felt like everything they were talking about was kind of around that I think he still I think he still gotta go on air and just kind of talk about it and give an apology or something he has to do something he can't just not talk about it I think it's gonna work publicly for him like, if he do that but what what bothers no. me about guys like that in the whole rape culture is if something happened years ago, they say, well, that was the culture back then. That doesn't make it right. Is that, yeah, that's true. So you can't write off what you did by saying that was the culture back then. So, but you should just own up to it. And own up to apologize. what you did. You know, and I'm, I've been public about, like even the whole Bill Cosby situation, why are these women coming out and saying something 30 and 40 years later? You know what I mean? What's the purpose of it? Give me a legitimate purpose and then I can rock with you. But if it's just to slander somebody at this point in time, he's one foot in the grave. What, what if it's for money? 
if bye. I said, what if y'all? I'm not not y'all. I'm talking about everybody. Because they they, they 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 that that movement don't play. They would really want to fight you if you say something like that. And I just, just yeah, absolutely. And a lot of a lot of people do it for money. Or we're in a, a day and age of we need notoriety. We need clicks. We need likes. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people do the things that they do on social media. Because my whole thing about it is is it's embarrassing. Why would I want the whole world to know? What mm. I just went through. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to handle this discreetly as possible because if we was just every, if we were just everyday folk, then we wouldn't be trying to put it on TV. Mm. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be on social media. But because Charlemagne is on that platform that he's on and he's making all this money now. He's like the new it man. Definitely. Bill Cosby had all this money and then like all these other celebrities or whatever, Russell Simmons. So we're gonna put him on blast now. Why? Because if they were just everyday guys, you would have either want you would have did one of two things: handled it discreetly, or you would have handled it, or you wouldn't have handled it at all. Mm. That's just how I feel. Um, I, I, right, I, know, I was just saying. I think just to piggyback off that, um, again, not taking away from um, what happened to these women, right? Because um, I, because even even with the Bill Cosby thing, um, I've always said like. You're not going to because a lot of people are like why well, was going to the hotel room to go over scripts at two at two a.m. Ain't nobody going no scripts until two a.m. <laughs> Stop it. So I feel like you knew. Again, I'm not saying the drugging was right, so yeah. don't twist my words. What I'm saying is though, you you knew what your motive was when you went to his hotel, this married man's hotel room. You knew he was married. So you knew what the deal was when you went to his hotel room. You was like, you're going over there for some type of play. Not say you went over there to be drugged, but you knew that, hey, I'm I'm possibly gonna be sleeping with this man at two yeah. thirty AM. A good point you made is um you know, you said the culture back then. So I'm hearing that's the culture. I mean so when they say about um the guy the the the, the Playboy thing, Hugh Hefner, mm-hmm. they said that was his thing. He kinda started that whole drugging thing. I guess they got it from there, going to Playboy Mansion, all that stuff. It don't make it right. Even that was the culture back then, it's but still that's wrong. A, even but it, it, yeah, it's still wrong. Like my my aunts even said that back then it was it was they it was the they put the the drug the pill in the drink and they drank the drink and they kept it moving and but, they did what they did. But again, not saying it's right, but that definitely was what was happening back then. Not to switch gear, but I know like lately they've been like everybody bringing them older stuff. So now I see that people bringing up a lot of older uh, Jay Z lyrics or whatever. And he used to use the F word a lot to describe gays. Not saying to describe gay, but that word he was right. saying. Not saying he was saying gay, but just talking about that dude and calling him that F word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they bringing it up now. But Why? I was in the night, huh? Why are they bringing it up? Because because it's, it's sensitive now. Right. But in the nineties, and I say it wasn't sensitive, but nobody really they, 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 that movement wasn't like as big as it is now. The right. whole. Uh, no. So we're now we're not supposed to rock with Jay Z now. No, no, it's not, I'm just saying they bring it up. So that's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. Just bringing up older stuff, like doing it. It was okay to say it then. Back then, but now it's but not. it didn't. Make, it don't make yeah. it right. But but hi hi he was in there. He wasn't describing nobody that was gay anyway. Right, but just using the word. I guess. Right. You know they reach an intent. No, no, no. no, no I got you. Stuff, so. I mean that that word is yeah. I don't I don't definitely like that word. But my thing is this though. He's not saying it now, so who cares? But and uh, I guess that was the thing. I guess people trying to make some kind of comparison as to why he didn't say. It. I, I don't. It, it didn't matter to me. It just about, was like why you bring and my it up. Thing, and then, man, you know me. I know, I'm not the biggest Jay Z fan. I'm up here taking up for this man right yeah, now. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, no, I don't. I don't get why. 
it doesn't matter. We're 2018. If he's not saying that now, there's a lot of things we used to do back in the day. But well, we, I, but we've been educated, and so now we don't say those things or do those exactly. things anymore. Education. So what's the problem? And I, all I, people, right? That's the crazy thing. Not just celebrities, right? All people, right? Like people who don't make any money from the multimillionaires have all used the f word. Have all touched somebody inappropriately. You know what I mean? I've been touched. I'm not for the join the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? That happened 15 years ago. What am I going to do about it now? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just... Sometimes you just got to say, what can I learn from this situation and move on? Mm. When, if you wait so long, sometimes you just got to be like, I got to not put myself in this position. I got to teach other women how not to put themselves in this position and move on. Yeah, I wonder that. Like, when people that do... For the Me Too movement, for the Me Too movement that that actually comes out however long later, thirty, forty years, whatever, and they do in a settlement, what, what they do with the money? Are they putting it into some kind of foundation so it don't Not happen again? No. Are they Not just banking all. it? Because then that, they're that, buying Birkin bags, Crocodile Kelly bags. They going on long lavish. I think trips. that should be a thing. Like you should have not saying you should have to, but. I mean, that'd be a nice thing to actually make them donate some of that set of money to a specific cause. So for girls like that, or to actually have that real issue, because a lot of times they win this money and they ain't doing nothing with it. They ain't starting no movement. They just winning it, going shopping. And that's why I ask, what's your purpose behind this? Because there are programs and shelters for, for women who've been abused, for girls who've been abused, you know, sexually abused or whatever. And these women that are winning these multi-million dollar lawsuits part of this me too movement they're not giving back and if you are then why aren't you blasting it like you just blasted that man mm. if you because i understand how celebrities don't tell which charities they give to all the time yeah but if you're saying that you're doing this to bring awareness so that other women don't become victims then say okay i got three million dollars in this settlement i'm gonna donate you know five hundred thousand dollars to this cause or whatever so that Girl, young girls know the signs and what to look out for or if she if this woman was married to a man or this man was married to a woman and it was abusive and they were getting raped they had to move out I donated this money to help them start over that'd be a good documentary I want to see that what people do with their money when they want a settlement like did they get back what did they do now with the, now they got that bread you know what looking I'm for the next person to get that's all that is because they're going to blow through it in a year. Um. So, real quick, I wanted to read something. B. Scott just put something out. This is a blog that's very accurate. Charlemagne, um, who was talking about this. Charlemagne, the guy and his wife both admit he raped her the first time they had sex. Yes, I, I, he said he said all the time, though. Well, I, he said, I never he said heard that it. a lot, yeah. That, that's very disturbing. They, that, and they actually, they both joke about that. I don't know. That's not, that's not funny. I know, I'm just saying. But that, that's, and I, I thought that's, when I, when it came out, I thought they were talking about that. But he always said and that might have been the same episode. To be honest with you, I think that was like a little bit after that conversation. Cause I remember that episode. I think he even said it then. Like he was like, "Be honest with you," but he said that on the Breakfast Club a lot. He said it on that on that on that podcast a lot. Most on the podcast because you know it's not a, as big as the Breakfast Club. But I'm gonna read this real quick. He said, "I keep telling y'all, I told y'all this over and over. It's a lot of things guys did, especially when we were young, that were rape that we just didn't consider rape. I'm married to my wife. Me and my wife dated for a whole year. She would not give me no pee." Me and my wife hung out one Saturday night, and she got sloppy drunk and passed out at my mama's house, and I got that pee. She was effing me back and all that, but she was really drunk. I asked her yesterday, yo, did I rape you the first time we ever had sex? And she goes, I mean, in hindsight, yeah. Wow. And yeah. she married him. And and she's pregnant with his baby, his third child now. So, I mean. Yeah, but I guess that's the end of that, that kind of that chapter. That kind of just like. 
But mm-hmm. and I, and I will say, I think when people keep saying that, saying that about how it was accepted back then, I know, and I know, depending on how you grow, you brought up different ways, whatever can it be. Just I think just acknowledging it and then kind of doing something about it. I don't, I can't say if he don't do no charities or he don't like talk about stuff like that. I know he speak on other people's situations. I don't know what he does to help anybody in that particular, like Me Too or whatever it could be. I don't know if he, I don't know if he does anything for those kind of organizations. But I think now more than ever is what he needs to. He needs to go do a speech or something like. And that, and that, it's not even clean up his image, just to let people know, like I know what I did, but I know it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? For people that's, cause a lot of people follow him, they just follow him for jokes and they laugh and they want to be like him and they want to do this. I just need to stop joking about it. Yeah, it's, that's just don't, I mean, like just I don't laugh when you speak about it. Like, yeah, I think that's. I mean, again, even I got uncomfortable. I was just like, he's really joking about this, and it's, I don't think it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Mm. It's not, especially. I mean, I'm a woman that I just was. What was it last week or the week before? It was July 11th. I was downtown and I was just walking, minding my own business, and this guy was attracted to me and was pretty much upset because I wouldn't talk to him, and he just said. Will keep on walking before I rape you, Mm-mm. and I'm like, you ain't raping nobody. I got mad. I'm like, I was ready to fight. Yeah, I had on my dress. Wild, I had on though. the dress, and I was like, you ain't raping nothing. You know, like he hopped in his truck and he let. He's a city worker, so I, you know, I'm in the process of, of getting, you know, figuring out what his name is and stuff like that. But he just hopped in his truck because he it was about to be on and popping on Broad Street. I don't play like that, and but for him to say that. You know he said it before. Right. If he hasn't done the act, he's at least said it before. And that he was an older guy, so that was probably his culture back then. And he's okay with saying it. So and we're gonna end on that crazy note. So. Thank you, Saf, for joining us today on Well, thank you for having me. Fire and Ice and Earthquake. Yes. <laughs> you definitely rumble, shook some, rumble. Yes, you shook some things up. So thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you, Charlotte Power 104. We love you, Augusta, five twenty radio. Thank y'all so much for listening and we'll holler at y'all next time. Bye, nice. Peace.